Blog Talk Radio. Podcast episode number 262. Coming to you live from Comac, New York, Freehold, New Jersey, and Newtown, Pennsylvania. Hi! It's Friday night, November the 4th, 9.30 p.m. It's time for Ready to Unload with Cal and New York Sports Talk Podcast. Hey, everybody. Hello there. Long time since we have done the show. Since August, I feel like. A lot's gone on, and I think this is only like our eighth show of the year, so we're on like a once-every-other-month kind of, well, whatever. We're here. We're going to talk about New York sports. We're going to talk about uh, sports in general. We're going to talk about whatever strikes our fancy tonight, and there's a lot going on in the world of sports, both in New York and otherwise, and we'll also be joined by our buddy, our producer, Bishop Pop Culture PJ. He'll talk about stuff. Involving that. Anyway, it's raining a little bit. Count to Pete. It's a New York Sports Talk podcast. Hi. Let's do it. All right. Hey there, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Steve Sampietro, the aforementioned Sam Pete. This is episode number 262 of Ready to Unload. Um, we started the show back in 2009, December of 2009. So, Coming up on seven years, but we've been on a bit of a, uh, a hiatus is not the right word. Well, we talk about this every time we come back and do a show. Um, things happen. Life happens. Life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans. Um, and so we've had a difficult time getting together to be able to do a show, but we are here. Um, we're ready to do it tonight. Hopefully uh, the three of us can get back on a sort of regular schedule because we do enjoy the hell out of talking to each other about sports and everything else. So, um, for the next, I don't know, hour or two, whatever, grab a beer, grab a cup of coffee, maybe a donut nice, I don't know, put a ball game on and mute the sound, uh, or check out the podcast on iTunes. All 261 episodes are there, so you can check that out, um, and, uh, and uh, hang out with us. No big deal. We talk New York sports nice. It's not that big a deal. Put on a pot of coffee nice, all right? So welcome back. Let's bring in the co-host of... The program. I don't know why I went French. Kel. Yeah, that's the guy. I don't know. He's not Pepe Le Pew. What, what was up with? Let's Cal. bring him in. Can we get him in here? He is uh, the yin to my yang, the cow to my neva. Mr. Brian Calneva Calpino Caliente. Brian. Hi, Brian. Hey, Steve. Hey. What's Can we up, talk buddy? about? What's up, dude? What's up, bro? Bro. bro. What's up? 
How has how much has uh, your your theme music never fails to excite me about what's coming up? Anything could be happening. He you walk in the room, anything could happen. I, uh, I think you should lower your expectations a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> just a little. Laws of laws of diminishing returns and stuff. Um, <laughs> what was uh? Well, by the way, so two things right off the top. Where has bro culture gone to? Because remember, what, we did a whole episode like like five years ago, four years ago, where we started off, and I called you bro like jokingly, and it, it took off in broness, like broosity. Are people still broing it down? Are you suggesting that you created the word bro? No, 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 not no, not even remotely. What I'm asking was we. This was like a phenomenon that was going on like four years ago, and we did a whole show where we were joking about it, and I'm wondering if it right. still exists. I think it does. Bro culture. Broke. Broach an underground culture. Bro, 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 bro culture would be bro, brocher. Brocher. Um, what is up, bro? What's up? You're bro Dude, I can't even tell you. <laughs> it is good to see you, man. Well, I haven't, I'm not looking at you yet, but yeah, here we go. Let's fire that up. Let's get that cooking. There you are. Okay. There it is. Yeah, everything is, everything is, uh, everything is good. It, it has been a Did while. You, it's been a good long time. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, but I mean, since we've been doing this in, in this forum. Yes, we've been, we've been I mean, I talked, I talked to you a couple hours ago. Yeah, we've been doing essentially New York sports shows on, uh, uh, iPhone iMessaging, eh, pretty much every day for about <laughs> about a year. Pretty solid. We went through a whole Mets season. We're well into a Jet season. Eh, pretty pretty much every yeah. day. But well, we'll this, try it this way now. Yeah, let's, let's do this. Um, <laughs> remind me, put a pin in um, asking you about Pepe Le Pew too. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Noted. Pew. Yes. <laughs> put a put a pin in that. We'll get to it. Um, how are the girls? Uh, all three of them. Uh, They're good. Yeah. They're good. Are you out of dance season? Are you in dance season? I feel no, like we are. I feel like this is your first time on Conan in a while. <laughs> and like you just sat down on the couch and like you have a maybe like a movie coming out or a podcast. I've got yeah. No, I got nothing to promote though. It's, I'm just here right. having a chat. So this is why I ask you about like how are the girls? So you are you in dance season now? What's up with that? Well, we're heading. We we've started the new dance season. This is um, this is sort of like the the preamble to when it really gets serious after the holidays. That's competition season. That okay. That's when they start competing in their in their in their competitions. <laughs> <laughs> Allow myself to introduce myself. Right. Um. Yeah, so that's what they're doing now. So, so are they building routines right now? Is that's what's ha- is that what's happening? They're 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 yes. putting together the awesomeness that is your daughters. Yes, they're honing their crafts. They're uh, building their routines. They're getting their costumes. Sure, it's all, it's all sort of coming together. This is how the sausage is made right <laughs> now. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah. Now, uh, as they are, uh, you have a teenager for goodness sake. I do, I do. Um, when I don't we know if I did. Show, like she was a she was a babe, yeah. and uh, when we started this almost seven years ago, she was only six years old. She was yeah. We've been doing this for more than half of her life. 
<laughs> right. And if you want to put well. it in perspective. Right. Um, right. Now you have a teenage daughter uh, and then a, 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 a one who acts like a teenage daughter who's a couple years younger. Right. Um, and uh, how has that changed the dance competition experience now? Like it's it's serious now. The kids aren't just cute anymore. It's like cutthroat, like flash dance, like one of them's a you welder know, no, now. No, 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 no flash dance yet. Let's, okay. Uh, let's slow, slow your roll, bro. What? No, flash dance isn't a, a, about a stripper. It's not about a stripper. I oh, mean, it's kind not. of about a stripper. No, I mean, it's, it's about it. Which, which, which one did you see? <laughs> Is that the one on Disney? Disney's flash dance. Right. Mick Jr.'s flash dance. I mean, it's about a stripper, but she's a dancer. Right. Yeah, let's not. We're not, we're not there. No, they're not. And a welder. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch that movie. Flash dance? No. No, sir. Negatory. When? Like yesterday? I mean, no. <laughs> like you, yes. you wanted Teresa to watch was it? Like, was, no. You're watching flash dance again? <laughs> You are verboten. Turn that off. No, when I was a kid. I mean, it came out on you know on the old uh, VCR there. Sure. And that was not allowed to be rented. And yet I was taken to see. I just found. I just <laughs> thought of this the other day. I was taken to see um, Top Gun in the theater. You would have been like eleven. Eleven. Yeah. There's like a steamy love scene in that. Sure, but no flash dance. Well, flash dance was a little earlier. You were younger. That's true. That's I think true. it was '83, but I don't know. Um, yeah, there's really good... that old? I think. Wow. I don't know. You might be right. But we should bring in that other guy in a minute, and he'll he'll know the, this. The pop culture guy that might know <laughs> right. pop culture. About... Yeah, yeah. We should also call him the chef because over the course of these. Many, many shows we've done. He knows a lot about food, too, I feel like. He knows a lot about a lot of things. He does know a lot about a lot of things. He does. <laughs> um, they're, do- they're doing good. Yeah, they're doing, yeah, they're doing good. They're getting ready to, to be awesome again. So. Uh, and you're, I, can't, and, I can't and, wait for, for the report. And your guys, your guys, how are they doing? They, uh, they are crazy. It's crazy Breaking little hearts. people. They're <laughs> Yes, daily basis. They're uh, yeah. they're crazy little people. They're uh, obsessed with uh, uh, the sports stuff. Is still taking. I have to say, the indoctrination has really gone well. It really oh, has. The program is know. working. Yeah, this this some people, you know, religion that kind of thing. My children, it's yeah. it's their their professional sports teams. It's the Mets right. and the Islanders and the Jets. It's really gone well. They're going to be sports zealots pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Wesley's uh, playing hockey a little bit, so he's he's getting into that. He played t-ball. Obviously, we talked about that a little bit. He played t-ball this past year. Sure. Kate Casey just played soccer. Soccer is his game. Did not care for it. Ooh. Well, a lot of like watching people run and not running at all. Hmm. And like are being distracted by the game on the next field. This soccer thing is uh, is pretty wild in this town, Cal. It's Newtown, by the way. I live in. By the way, you live in uh, New Hope, Pennsylvania. Right. He's on the Newtown so, team, though. Did he have to try out? Right. Or... <laughs> right. 
Did they did they rezone just to get him on the team? He's in travel already. So it's nice. good. It's three years old. Uh, you know what? You joke about traveling teams and stuff at three. They have one for the four-year-olds. Not, yeah, I know. It's no joke. Holy cow. They have a traveling soccer team for the four-year-olds. I mean. Does he, does he know that it's the most popular sport in the world? And he does not. Follow, and follow up, would he care? <laughs> does not care. Okay. Largely unaffected by the fact that uh, it's, it's, it's a popular sport. He likes to run around, kick the ball a little bit, but he watched mostly. It's good to get right. him to run around, though. It's um, good. It's good exercise. But remember my buddy Dave that I that I uh, coached uh, t-ball with, right? Sure. So he, he well, and you met Dave, big Met fan. Um, he's 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 fast becoming a friend of the podcast. Um, he has an older son that's Wesley's age. They were on the t-ball team together, and Wesley sort of dominated the dojo with the t-ball. He's pretty good. All right. Yeah, we don't have to be um, shy about it. No, I, I'm saying he was, he was, he was real good. Uh, but Casey, Casey actually played in a t-ball game. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. Or as Dave likes to say, he got a cup of coffee. <laughs> he got called. He, we, got him, we got him a couple of ABs. He got a cup of coffee. He got called up. <laughs> he wasn't even three yet, and he went out there and hit the ball. And stuff. So Casey's like real good. Dave's other son, his younger son, was on the soccer team with Case. They were on the soccer team together. That's not pizza, Dominant. right? That's not pizza, no. Okay. <laughs> from from the T-ball team. Um, Dave's son, Dave's other son, dominant. Yeah. Dominant. Like, dominant. Like, gets it, knows how to play soccer, takes the ball old? away from every kid. He's three. Three. Wow. <laughs> Cal, dominant. Like, right, scoring good. five. So, like, the coach was even like, this kid's, this kid's good. Casey, not so much. Doesn't care for the contact. So they're good. The boys, the boys are good. Therese is good. Everything's good. Let's bring in the, the bishop. Let's get him in here. Uh, bishop? Yeah. That's, uh, uh, let's bring Bishop in here. Because he... Uh, there he is. Yeah! <laughs> I'm across the room! Hold on. He's coming. He's making real deal french fries! <laughs> you want to do some ADR? Hold on. Hi, guys. <laughs> Who's the Foley artist? It's me. <laughs> Are you on a horse? <laughs> he came in on a horse. He's wearing he a Hawaiian shirt, and he came in on a horse. Of course he is. Uh, hi, Pete. <laughs> wow. Worst horse fully ever. I got two AA batteries. I'm banging them together. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. I could Whatever have sworn those were 9-volt batteries. Oh. So this is... This is the part of the uh, uh, Conan where PJ comes out now. Cal, you move down the couch. I have to move down, yeah. Did you guys it's hug? It's part of Conan where PJ? <laughs> yeah. Because this is Conan. what it feels. It's Conan, right. It's actually, it's actually more the Tonight Show. Where you now, you, you know, like you're Dom DeLuise to Cal's Burt Reynolds. <laughs> and 
you move down the couch, you guys hug or whatever. You make like a funny face, Pete. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody's clapping and going crazy. Doc Severinsen's playing that song that you were just playing. I feel like I should have a comically wide tie so that I could wave my <laughs> necktie at Cal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you doing over there? So what? So ah, it is good to see you. What have you been up to? What do you got going on? <laughs> you're in you're in you're in Burbank now, right? This well, really is it, like a talk show. <laughs> I was not invited to the video chat, by the way. I tried to invite everybody to the video chat. Nobody made it to the video chat. Sorry, Clearly, it's, been, it's been a while. Yes, you're no. breaking up a little bit again, Peach. Are you on the same device you were on? I'm on. Well, what? How am I now? Meh. Men's amends. <laughs> this is where he gets infuriated because he's on a $7,000 microphone. Come on! <laughs> he is just I have the have strongest to... internet connection you could possibly imagine right now. <laughs> unbelievable. Wow. It's unbelievable. That's... All right. So it's weapons I grade. Like, I got weapons like grade internet bars. connection. <laughs> you have all the bars. Ever. I have all the bars. If you need me to drop and come back in, just let me know. Drop and come back in. All right, I'll see you in a minute. Okay. Um, Cal, we have a. Uh, we're going to talk a ton about sports. Obviously, um, we do want to catch so. up with PJ. Yeah, we do want to catch up a bit with uh, Pigeon uh, when we get a chance, but. Um, I thought the best way to, to go about it when we do jump into it is to kind of go just station to station. Uh, and, uh, you know, kind of like the New York Mets on the base paths this year. And, um, hey, thank you. Excellent drop in. <laughs> Dig. Yeah. I can have we, no problem we, with that. Can we make that? Can we make that a thing? Like a new thing? Dig. Dig. <laughs> Hey, Matt. Dig. Um, I don't think that one's going to catch on. No. No. Probably not. I'm going to keep trying, though. We're just going to keep on trying. Keep on keeping on. All right. Let's see if this works. Peach? Hello. There he is. That's better. That sounds good. Yeah. So uh, what have you been working on? What did uh, you just finish up? You did a guest spot on uh, Dr. Katz. How was that? <laughs> man, that would be a dream. Are you kidding? It really would. Oh, we were man. just talking. I was just talking to Jay Mafale, friend of the podcast, uh, about Dr. Katz, like how good Dr. Katz is, how underappreciated Dr. Katz is. I I it's think great. that falls into the forgotten bin a little bit now. It's who talks about it anymore? I know, and it was so far ahead of its time in its use of comedians. All of Plus them. I could, right. Plus I could kind of listen to H. John John Benjamin do anything. Yeah. He he was telling me that Bob's Burgers is really good. Have you watched that, Peach? Bob's Burgers is hilarious. Is it really? Uh, absolutely hilarious. Yes. Cal, any experience with Bob's Burgers? Not the show. No. You've been to the restaurant. <laughs> Bobby's. I have a friend Bob who's made some burgers. Very good. Have you, ever, 
Have you ever been to a Bob's Big Boy? I don't think so. Right. We got a Bobby Flay over here. Bobby's been. We've been uh, that I've been to. Bob's Big Boy though is kind of is Bob's Big Boy. Right. Not. It's a regional thing though. Yeah, I I I only went there because I lived in Los Angeles. That's the only time I've ever. Yeah. No, I've never never been to one. Who makes your favorite hamburger? Oh, doctor. Can we save this for later, please? We have, no, no, no. We have Come on. Eight months of sports to talk about. I know, but <laughs> if you have if, if you have the eight major burger restaurants on your street, which one do you do you walk to? Well, wait, a, we, hold on. What right. are the eight? You're right. Can we first agree on the eight major burger restaurants? New I'd York say sports. I'd say McDonald's, Wendy's, King, uh, Bobby's, In and Out. Five Guys, Shake Shack, Shack Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box. There you go. That's eight. He just, he just came up with eight. Those aren't <laughs> and, you, and you read them off like in Goodwill Hunting, like they were, <laughs> like, they, like they were your, your brothers in Goodwill Hunting. Nikki, Tommy, Richie, Ricky, Bobby, right? McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. Like you had them on the back of your head. You've been memorizing them for seven years, just waiting for one well, of us to ask for the eight burger places. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Name the eight: Ricky, Tommy, Johnny, Bobby, Frankie. <laughs> Not to brag, but I've been to a few. Um, oh, Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. I, I, boy, I, I spent a lot of quality time in Jack in the Box. I don't eat fast food anymore. That's that's why this is problematic for me. No. I haven't had Some fast food in about seven food. years. We moved the boys to New Hope, and now they play soccer, and we don't eat fast food. <laughs> Did I mention right, they? Except we we live in Newtown. We don't we do sidewalks anymore. They just float. It's right, amazing out there. It's a yeah, whole new life. It's a whole new. It's a whole new world. Aladdin's here. It's a whole new world. Do you know we're ballooning Wait. now? We balloon. <laughs> That's from Aladdin, isn't it? A whole new world. Do they own, do they only drink have, pH balanced water now? That's also? Right. Just the alkaline? Just yeah. the alkaline. Yep. They're off water. Start with electrolytes. Water. Electrolytes. Thank you. Right. They get pure pure electrolytes now. Just perfect. Straight in. They actually they actually get all their water through osmosis. Like they just they've they've learned yeah. to actually just put water on their skin and it right. sinks in. You don't have to drink it anymore. That's how amazingly advanced we are here in Newtown. You have a new, new, age, new age chamber in your backyard that they just go in with. Uh... <laughs> They're in a bubble. They're in a bubble right now. They're Spiritual music. Yep. Now that Good. we moved to New Age, Pennsylvania. New Age, Pennsylvania. New Age, Pennsylvania. Where's that? Is that near where you live in New Hope or no? It's in between New Hope and Newtown. Right. New Age, Pennsylvania. Not far. Not far. Um, uh, in all uh, seriosity, um, what uh, can we get back to the burger question? Because it's pressing, and I, I really want to address this. Part of my life, and it's and a huge life. part of our life. A burger is a month, and I can't believe for a second we've never talked about a burger on this on this show. I think I'm a wrong. we have. <laughs> have we talked? We almost every show we talk about burgers. <laughs> right, right, but. I'm, We've never heard the big eight before. Big burger. <laughs> it's like big it's like big tobacco. 
Well, eight was a random number. <laughs> Just so happened that we were able to come up with eight instantly. Uh, big burger. Mm-hmm. They control everything. All the fast food. So let's just let's just get this out on the table. Let's forget about the big eight because there were a couple of that we didn't mention. So PJ, I ask you. Yeah. Bishop, oh Bishop. Mm-hmm. Best Bishop, burger. Bishop. Best practices. Best burger. Go. Okay, now this is not favorite. This is not favorite burger. This is not like how you like to have it prepared. No, this is with your lettuce and your tomato. Who makes the best burger? Yes. Right. To me, it is hands down Bobby's Burger Place or Bobby's Burger Palace, whatever whatever it's called. Bobby's Burger Place. Where is that? That's not a very good place. Bobby's Burger Palazzo. (laughs) I think Mr. Flay has a lawsuit in the making. Bobby's Burger Place. That sounds a it's lot Bob- like Bobby's Burger Palace. A lot. It's I feel Bobby like. Cannavale's place. <laughs> Big Jet fan. I absolutely love Bobby's Burgers. I love the way they season the beef. And every burger I've ever had there has been perfectly perfect. If I order it medium, it's perfect medium. If I order it medium well, it's perfect medium well. Perfect. Did you just say perfectly perfect? Perfectly perfect we, in a perfection. Completely out of adverbs. <laughs> Have you just? Is that what happened in the in the three months since we did the show? You ran out of adverbs. Yes. <laughs> perfectly perfect. Perfectly perfect. It's verily, verily, very. It's seasonedly seasoned. Saltily, <laughs> saltily, salted and pepperly peppered. On my we are just all, all out of adverbs, everybody. <laughs> the schoolhouse rock that uh, never got finished. Right. <laughs> I'm just out of adverbs. No We're shutting it down. We're shutting it down. <laughs> Pulling the plug on the out of adverbs I want Tonight on to fresh air. What I have in the thing, but I'm out of the adverb, you see. The I missing want to schoolhouse rock tonight. All out of adverbs. <laughs> tonight on fresh air. You, uh, is that an air supply song? That is, that is an air I'm so lost without descriptors. I know you were right. Um, great. Well, uh, this has been a great show. I've enjoyed it, guys. And uh, Are you done? No one else it. answered the question. Because the question was already put to you. I asked the question. I beg to differ. All right. So okay. Right big, big, big. Boom, boom, boom. There's your burger. Go ahead, Steve. Best burger. Back, you know, I've back never in the day. Back in the day. Back I've in the day. Bobby's Burger Palazzo. Oh, beef passes these lips. It just doesn't have a, a golden arches outside when it does. All right. Um, Excuse us. No, I had to, We've talked about this. Yes. Those, years in, those years in Los Angeles, somebody had to make a change. It's going to get well, the gout. On. 
Do all of these places count as fast food to you? Does does a Bobby's count as a fast food no. joint to you? No, and that's what Cal was trying to say before. Like Bobby's Burger Palazzo is not Enrico Palazzo is not a, uh, a fast food joint. All right. It, it, look, if you're talking about fast food and burgers, you're talking about McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, Arby's, White Castle, White Castle. Hold on now. Jack in the Box, Carl's Jr. That's, yeah, abundant that, use of, fast food. Of, of microwaves in those places. Right, that's fast food to me. Checkers. 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 Sonic. <laughs> for when you're Sonic. too drunk for White Castle. Come to check. <laughs> we'll help your order. When they throw you out of the White Castle drive-thru right. because you're walking through it, walk over to Checkers. We'll, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Were you asked to leave a Waffle House? Come to Checkers. <laughs> See, I, I, I end this discussion by saying in and out Burger... Is oh, you're ending the you're ending the discussion. I didn't even get to go. <laughs> he brings that hammer down. <laughs> wow, I'm dropping the hammer. Cal, drop. Ever since he moved to New Age, he's just like he's so yep. in charge. Yep. It's uh, In and Out Burger is by far and away the best fast food burger I've ever had. Mm-hmm. By far and away. You're it's calling not... it a fast food burger? Okay. In and Out is fast food. Okay. Never had it so. But they have it's, the secret uh, menu. It's astounding. They do have the secret menu where you order it uh, animal style. And uh, I told you guys, or Scott told this story maybe on the podcast, my brother, when he came to visit in LA, I'm like, tell them you want it animal style. And he's like, I'm not saying I want it animal style. He's like, you're, you're making fun of me and I'm going to look like an ass and I'm not saying it. And I'm like, Scott, trust me, you want a regular, it was like a double animal style. And he's like, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. we get up to like the counter. It's like that we're fighting back and forth. Like it stands on Jerry. I'm not saying it. You're saying it. Say it. Say it. And he gets up to the counter and he goes, I'll have a double animal style. And the guy looks at me and goes, okay, sir, would you like, you know, like, like the sausage, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, yes, yes, I would. And was he that sophisticated behind the counter? Oh, yes, sir. Animal style. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be dining al fresco today, or will you be enjoying your animal style in and out double? Uh, Did he have a cloth here? draped over his <laughs> Right away, sir. <laughs> Too sweet, sir. Wait, what is animal style? I have no idea. I don't remember. Okay. Since it's been so long since I had one. I've lit- it's literally been probably 15 years since I've had one. Okay. But damn, it was good. Let's, let me punch it up. I'll punch it up. Punch it up. Give me your, give me your, give me your burger, Cal. It's the Google Music. My burger is, is Smash Burger. Are you sure? Smash Burger? That's the thing. Smash Burger. Oh, it's a thing. Oh, it's a. Uh, uh, animal style. Just to put this to bed, an animal style burger also includes extra Thousand Island spread. Mustard, grilled patties, and extra pickles. So extra everything. Yeah. Because you're an animal. Right. That's correct. I get now. I get it. Sounds very saucy. I don't know if I could put up with that much sauce. It's magnificent. Um, what is Smashburger? It's a burger. It's a really, a really bad, 
<laughs> 90s band about fast 90s food. Band. <laughs> hey now, you're a burger. That's your bun on. <laughs> There's a guy in sunglasses. That's the singing Smash Mouth, isn't it? Hey That's now. You're a french fry. Get on your burger. Have sauce. What's up? I want to know. Let him tell us. What Smash Burger? It's just it's a, it's a chain. It's a it's a chain of burger places that just opened up in our area, and they make great burgers. I, there's not much more to it. Quite a. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a testimonial. Uh, have you called? Have you called Smashburger Corporate and offered this to them? Because they, they can, don't call you, they you can the Ron White of Long Island for nothing. <laughs> that was quite a story. Uh, you get you get uh, the onion straws on top of the burger. Ooh, it's a chain so and it's good. No, no, no. But he brings up something important. Yes. Right. You get frizzle, the onions, haystack, haystack onions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, fried, and you can get them on the burger. Sure. It's very okay. Good. See, what, well, animal uh, style sounds like a mushy burger, but what he's talking about sounds like a a crispy burger, which is more my an, style. Yeah, animal it's, style it's not, is is uh, magnificent. It's not as crispy as when you crunchify your Bobby's Burger Palazzo burger. Burger. Wait, you can crunchify a burger? PJ, tell him. You can crunchify any sandwich at Bobby's, uh, which my kids like to do, and they will throw on some potato chips under the bun there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, clever. I don't. I'm. I don't get into all that jazz on a burger. Well, it's, it's fun, fun to do if you want to see your kids' eyes cross from sodium poisoning. You let them crunch. <laughs> Bobby's burger, with, which is plenty salty to begin with. And with that, we should probably move on to sports. Fine. Uh, should we should we hear from our sponsor, Beta Pro, Beta Prospate? <laughs> Only if you want to hit the button. I'm hitting the button, my and then we're talking about sports. Of all time. Offer you is brought to you by Beta Prospate. Beta Prospate. Ask your doctor. I never knew I could have a prostate problem until one time I bent over and it looked like I had an orange in my pants. I asked my doctor and he said, you pee too much at night. Take me to prostate. I take two pills every morning and for good measure, I put an extra one on my dingus. Now I sleep better and my orange is more a kumquat. Beta prostate, it worked for me. Let it prostate for you. Let it prostate for you indeed. That My son and his friends want to know what it means to have an orange in your pants, and I won't yeah. tell them. <laughs> Someday. Someday. Cherish this time, kids. I think that's sound parental judgment at this stage of his life. <laughs> Cherish this time, kids. Bring it to prostate. Um, you sound right. just like that guy. You sound just like that guy. Do you know him? I don't uh, know what you mean. Uh, all right, Instant we're gonna go. Impression. Talk about Instant impression. Um, we're gonna go talk about sports for a bit, but feel I free to jump loophole. in at any time. You found a loophole. I could tour the country as the beta prospect guy. You could. You could. Sold out arenas. 
All right. Uh, we'll talk to you in a minute. No beer, you checkers. No beer, you checkers. <laughs> that guy, my my wife would argue that Sonic should be in the conversation. That's a Texas one. We mentioned that. Yeah. Sonic? I didn't. Oh, do you have it on uh, on the island now? We have two. Yes. Two Sonics. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a big Texas one. Pretty good. Solid. Good really good. If good commercial. Good shakes. Good, good shakes. shakes. Really good shakes. Sure, sure. Enormous, enormous shakes. Uh, all right. Uh, Peach will be right back. Let's get to the, to the sports uh, 36 minutes in. Okay. So listen, here's how I want to do this. Because if you and I have been doing shows on text messages every day. Um, I feel like I feel like I know how you want to do it. Okay. Well, let's, you let's go do that sta- then. You want to go station to station. I do, but I want you to sing it like uh, James Brown in Living in America. <laughs> Which is a bad self. Living in America. Ha to ha. <laughs> station to station. Oh, that. Because right, yeah. he's talking about train stations. See? Right. I never knew what that was. Right. Yeah, why like... he was saying station to station? <laughs> right, right. Until like two years ago. <laughs> we were listening to that he song in the office. About... As a goof, baseball team. I had no idea. He's talking about like the 1982 Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> like, I was like, oh wow, Gorm- yeah, Gorman <laughs> Thomas. Yeah, I would imagine. Sure. He's a big fan. He's a very big fan. I may have to uh, to go let my dog out. <laughs> what are you, you hear? Baja man? You hear? <laughs> you, get, you hear? You, you know why I said that? I hear him. Yeah. Her. Her. Very important. Yes. Lucy. Sorry. Yeah. I ha- yeah, I have the hymn. You have named after Lucille Bluth. Oh. Yeah. That's her name. I don't care for that dog. Um, let me go let her out. I'll be right back. Go ahead. Talk to PJ. All right. PJ. Let's bring PJ back in. Let's if he's there. PJ he might have just in. left. Yeah. Welcome to Chickies. Can I take your order? Would you like a side of beta bottle Is that on the menu at Checkers now? Side of beta prostate? <laughs> no, be very careful. It's beta prostate with a B. With a B. B. I right. don't want to be sued. No, it's very different. Beta prostate. PJ, did you watch the World Series? Oh, my God. I watched baseball. You oh did, didn't you? My God. You know I don't you watch baseball. I know you don't watch much baseball at all. I really only come in for the postseason. And this year, I didn't even watch the playoffs. But you watched game seven. I, well, I watched the entire uh, World Series. Watched, watched every game with the wife. Yes. Wow. Decided uh, uh, the night before that I was uh, uh, in, in the Cubs camp. Shocking. For no re- really for no reason. But no reason. I have there's no I don't know any history about it. I I I I knew that Bill Murray liked them and that was really it. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> the the Cubs seem to have never won anything. I'm going to I'm going to root for the Cubs and that was it. And I even put a caveat up on Facebook because I've never called the World Series correctly in my life. Although I don't consider myself a jinx. Okay. And what did you say? I said, let's go Cubs. 
Don't blame me if I lose. But let's go Cubs. <laughs> so you hedged your bets. <laughs> no, I said I said I don't consider myself a jinx, but I've never been right. Never. Until now. I don't think I had anything to do with it. Ah, don't sell yourself short. You you don't normally watch the World Series, but you got into this one. First time you watch the World I Series. I don't I don't think Cal is listening to me now. I don't think he's listening. I do watch the World Series. This is the one thing I will watch. No. I don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just missed out right. I'm definitely listening to you. No. I'm not hearing what you're saying. No, you don't even like baseball. Let me just, let me, definitely doesn't like the baseball. (laughs) Let me ask a question though, Peach. So um, (laughs) this is all going on. You start watching the World Series having no idea of the history. You had to know the history 18 seconds into watching the World Series because they talked about it incessantly, incessantly. Yeah, Yeah, I, I caught up pretty quickly. I did. And I, okay. and I said, oh, that's that thing I heard about with the goat and the whatever. And, and yeah. yeah, so did the dog that I just let out. Like, she caught on pretty quickly that it had been 108 years since the Cubs had – Casey was like, 108, that's a long time, Daddy. And I don't long even know go. anything about – I don't even know anything about time. I don't even know the days of the week. So that sounds like a really long time. <laughs> that's like the highest like, number ever. That's, yeah. That's that's infinity for that kid. They yeah. just they talked about it a lot. You have, but I'm I'm proud of you for watching. It was compelling, don't you think? It, a little too thought, compelling. Sorry. I thought it was great. I, it 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 was it was giving me knots, and and Ajita. It was great. Loved it. Good. My wife would go to bed early every night. Well, not early, but my wife would go to bed by the seventh inning every night and just say, right. "I can't take it anymore." And she would leave. I don't right. even know she's, these teams. She's like this for sports, though. I feel like. Did you watch all? Did you watch the entire seventh game? Yes. Wow. Well, hold I, on. I, I, okay. <laughs> when, on. when when they tarp when they when they brought the tarp out, I nodded off for a bit. They tarply tarped the field. You mean? When the, yeah, when when it was ra- is it raining and they and they and they, <laughs> when they when they tarpily tarped it when they tarpily tarpled the infield. Tarpled. I, I, I distinctly remember closing my eyes, but then I heard sounds from the TV, and I said, "Oh, I must reengage." Well, it was intended to have a hypnotic effect on viewers, where when they brought the tarp out, you would fall asleep, and then when they took the tarp off the field, you would wake up. Yeah, that's why they. Music. I was wondering why they were playing Brian Eno under it. <laughs> they're and that's they're why doing they, this to me on purpose. That's why the groundskeepers <laughs> made so much noise taking the tarp off the field. Like they were like, oh, <laughs> they were banging the pie plates together. Yeah, they usually yeah. don't have pots with them when they're taking. <laughs> they usually don't have and firecrackers and stuff. Like, did yeah. that guy taking the tarp off just light off firecrackers in a in a pot? That's so that was the in- intended effect. I do have to say, though, that I, I – to go back to Tina going to bed in the seventh inning and just throwing up her hands, Yeah, that's, that strikes me as how Tina would be as a sports fan. Like she probably like enjoys it to a certain level or degree and then goes, this is ridiculous. I'm getting way too involved in something so sort of dumb. 
certainly for teams that she's not engaged with. If it's a Jets game, even though even though the Jets may be really blowing it, she will stay to the end. She will. No other reason than to justify her complaining. She just doesn't <laughs> seem to me like somebody who suffers idiocy lightly. Or quietly. Or, or quietly, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of times when I'm in the kitchen washing dishes and she's behind me just going on and on and on. I'm going, yes, dear. Yes, dear. Yes, yes dear. I'm an idiot. Yes. Thank you. Bad, no, bad coaching. I know. I know. Bad coaching. I know. <laughs> um, well, we're going to talk about the World Series, yes? At Please point, do. Cal- but just take, yeah, take note of this. The, uh, uh, I've already forgotten about it. So that's also what happened to me. <laughs> Indelible mark. Yeah. Left for almost 18 minutes. I rem- it's like the I rem- men in black thing. They just wipe his mind clean. I remember that I enjoyed it. And the heck out of it. It was great. Good. And Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the pants off it? Pants were off for several of them. Can, can we make that a thing? I enjoyed the pants off of it. I kind of like I that. was hoping for more Will Ferrell. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. He's, but I don't think he's really a Cubs fan. I think he's just a. It's the Harry, Harry, it's the Harry Carey connection. Yeah, but hey, didn't no you one. want to see him wearing the glasses and doing yeah, things? Of course. If the moon was made of cheese, would you eat it? It's a simple it question, Norm. A baby <laughs> command. You promised it. I promised, promised it, and it. I delivered. <laughs> In the first hour, I delivered. Well, it's too good and it's too funny, and you can watch that sketch right now. Pull it up on YouTube, and it will kill you laughing. Of course it will. How about if it was a hot dog? <laughs> I like mustard all over it. If the moon was made of cheese, would you eat it? It's a simple question. A baby could answer it. How do you get hey, through Norm. that? I don't know how you get through I, it. I don't know. I don't, the best was when he did it with, what was it, Jeff Goldblum? Yes. And it was like it was like Harry Carey's like science show or something like that. Or like <laughs> yeah. the space show, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey, here's another thing. <laughs> I love a hot dog. Um all right, let's let's do this, Cal, because I'm gonna have to let the dog in in a couple minutes. Um <laughs> This is the new way the show goes, isn't it? Yeah. This is it. <laughs> the dog is dictating. Mm-hmm. The dog is our segment producer right now. Life and um, so you 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 say uh, that you know how I want to go about this. How do I want to go about this? You want to go station to station, <laughs> right? But how how does that work for you across the nation? No, but do you... I, I don't know how it works. All I know is that at the top of the show, and I'm calling back to earlier in the show, previously nice. on RTU, Steve talked Call about back. wanting to go station to station. Right. That's all I'm doing. <clears throat> okay. And so now, let's. And now here we are. So let's start with um, what's out of season um, as recently as Watermelon. Wednesday night. <laughs> right. Avocado. There's an avocado shortage, by the way, in Newtown. Ooh. So like the, salad, like the salad places, like there's like a place called Just Salad and like Salad Works or whatever. There are Newtown signs. Salad? There are signs saying, please excuse the avocado shortage. <laughs> These are first... These are first, first world problems. To um, enjoy avocado, please go to New Hope. <laughs> please go to New Hope, right. 
Um, I don't know why you drove all the way to Newtown to get a salad anyway. Um, Weird. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so baseball has ended. Uh, the Mets season, the Yankees season. Um, I, I, I only want to spend a couple of minutes on this. One, I have to say, I have to put this out there. You and I were at a playoff Mets game together. Right. Well, yes, in the building at the same time. Yes. Yes, that has never happened. No, that's the first time. Correct. First and time we were at the wild card game, thanks to you and your, um, your generosity of uh, uh, getting uh, extra tickets uh, with your season tickets. No, seriously. Yeah. You had gotten the season package, and you, you were uh, nice enough to get extra tickets when the playoff tickets came out. So we got to right. go. I got to go with Uncle Tommy. You went with uh, Bill, our old friend Bill. Um, and uh, we were in the building. We saw each other. And we, you know, uh, we were in different parts. But um, I, I, I'm only going to say this. This is all I want to say about the entirety of the Mets season hmm. and, and where I am, because we're going to start doing the show more regularly, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about the Mets offseason. But I, ha- I have to say this, and then I want you to say your piece. Okay. Standing there, so um, we watched the game, the wild card playoff game, in the building early, standing on the bridge, uh, watching uh, on Shea Bridge, watching the introductions and whatnot. Um, and then we sat in the city seats uh, right in front of the bridge, right? Right. I was not that generous. <laughs> right. Well, that's a friend of ours uh, helped us into those seats. Um, which was, which was great. So we're watching the warmups and you and I had gotten all in on this team and we desperately wanted them to win that game. We knew that it was going to be tough sledding against Madison Bumgarner. We knew everything that was up against them. I, I, I wanted desperately to win the game. And then I'm watching, uh, Noah Syndergaard warm up in the bullpen and I see Jacob deGrom, Matt Harvey, and Steven Matz. This is after introductions, right? So they've been introduced. There's a whole lot of love for those guys, but they're not there. And the three of them are walking from the bullpen to the dugout. And Syndergaard has a bandage on his elbow. And Harvey is, like, wearing a jacket and is, like, not even in uniform. And, I mean, he's in half uniform, whatever. And Matt's is, you know, uh, looking entitled. No, I'm kidding. But Matt's is, um, you know, Matt's is, is clearly not going to play. They're, all three of them are clearly not going to play. And they had just watched Syndergaard warm up for the biggest game of his life. And as they were walking back to the Mets dugout across the outfield, kind of talking to each other, it struck me like it just overcame me like a wave of. Like a wave of bricks? It was, it was a wave of bricks. It struck me like a bolt of bricks. The 80-pound gorilla. The 80-pound gorilla. This is not their year. It's not their year. It's just not meant to be their year because – and this is just me personally. It just overcame me. Like, I still wanted to win the game. I still cheered my, you know, my rear end off and, and had a great time at the game and, you know, upset with the outcome, but it was a wonderful ball game. Great atmosphere. Noah Syndergaard was fantastic. I questioned one move by Terry Collins, 
but you can't really kill Terry, Terry Collins for it. They got beat by a dominant, supremely dominant pitcher. Um, but it struck me, Cal, it was not their year. And I had like a sense of, uh, like almost like a sense of relief. Like, it was just like, it's not, it's next year. Those, these three guys, or two of these three at least, are supposed to be there. Like, if we win this game, we're going to go to the next round, and I got to think about Seth Lugo and Robert Gesellman starting. Like, it's not, it's not the way it's supposed to be. I was proud of them for making the playoffs. They did an excellent job to get to that wild card game. They really did. Guys like Lugo, guys like Gesellman, guys like TJ Rivera stepping up and playing, like Rene Rivera getting big hits. Like, guys, and, and Thor taking the next step and being an ace. You know, but... Just for me, I was just overcome with the sense of it's not this year. It's next year. It's next year. We need these guys back. This is 87. Mm. And, and you had said it was 87 back in March. I mean, uh, in, uh, in May. When Harvey started having the trouble and everything, you said this is, eight, this is 1987 all over again. This is injuries to the pitching staff. This is a hangover from the World Series. I just want those three guys there, Cal. Or two of them at least. Well, you want four of them there. And you want three of I'm them. I'm saying, I, I, but the, the, of the injured guys, I'm saying. Oh, right, right. Matt's, okay. I, Matt's I wasn't as concerned about. Harvey and DeGrom are supposed to be there. They're supposed to be there. Yeah. Didn't feel, and they looked so forlorn. They looked so like they were happy that the team was there, but they were like, Son of a, I, ugh. they look like so pissed that they were not able to be a part of it. I don't know. That's me. So that's my, uh, that's my two cents. So you were at peace before the game even started with what was that's going right. on. That's right. Yep. I was, I was at peace with a loss. I wanted them to win desperately. I was at peace with a loss before the game started. Right. That's why the loss didn't kill me. It didn't. Okay. All right. Go on. So what? Uh, so the Knicks are back in action. <laughs> the Rose, Joaquim Noah, Porzingis, <laughs> Mello. How hey, about Mello. the Knicks? New coach, Jeff Hornacek. I know. I want to listen. I got to go let the dog in, but I want to hear about your. This will give you a moment to gather your meth thoughts. Here's PJ with the weather. Peach? Cloudy tonight. Cloudy tomorrow. In a cloudy cloud way. Coming up on Fresh Air. A crystal salesman in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Wait, New Hell, Pennsylvania? <laughs> New Hell, Pennsylvania. That's where he is now? A crystal salesman. Have you uh have you been down to the uh to the New Hope? To the I have to, not. The, to the shops, to the stores? No, not yet. I'm I've I've been dying to go. We almost made it down in the summer, but it's incredible. Um, it's curious. It's it's like great restaurant and then tie-dye shirt store and then great restaurant and then some guy who makes his entire living selling hot sauces that's great 
and it's then, all in the same place. And then it's it's all on the same strip. It's just this this great crunchy old street with thousand year old trees lining the curbs. <laughs> it be, it sounds fast. like a great place to live. I wish I lived there. Yeah. Well, you can't afford it. <laughs> You're damn right I can. It feels a little artsy for you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, Cal will get down here eventually. He will get down here. And I'm here. just going to show up one day. To both New Hope and Newtown. He will get down to, to both. And I'll tell you this, Cal. I'll tell you this. No fast food. None. No. No, that's for huh. sure. That's for sure. No, sir. You got to drive out of town to get yourself uh, a Wendy's. Yeah, you got to drive yeah. out. You know, you, know, you know what's fast food? Wawa, baby. Yeah. Wawa. Yeah, Wawa. They do a good job with sandwiches. They really do. It that's a cut above any other gas station sandwich. I'll tell you. It that. is. It's, like, it's, like a, <laughs> it's really it's not like bad. Best gas station sandwich ever. It's a gourmet Seven Eleven. That's what it is. It's like they're a it's like a high end Seven Eleven. Dude, they're making sandwiches to order there, brother. Sandwiches to order. You can get they organic chicken there. They're not kidding around. Yeah. Sandwich experts, Cal. Yeah. And it's all I, I, it's all computerized. Like their sandwich system. So they have people making. So it's not them, real food. No, but your ordering is all computerized. It's not, it's way not out of digitized the food. Oh, I it's digitized food. 3D all... food. They have 3D printers back there. It's an and uh, I'd like to download a hoagie, please. Can I download a hoagie? <laughs> That's a. It's funny you say that, uh, Peach. So a couple times from the local Which pizzeria, part? we got a place called Meglios right in town, in uh, in Newtown here. Real good, real good, solid pizza. It, you know, uh, they have a wood fire. They have a nice uh, a brick oven that they do separate pizzas in. And so I'll go in there with the boys, and I don't get, uh, uh, or if I get pizza or whatever, but I want to get a chicken parm hero. And they look at me oh, like seven heads. Yeah. Seven heads. What? I, I'd like a chicken parmesan hero, please. What? Uh uh. I'd like a chicken parmesan hoagie. Yeah. Might as well like, wear a sign. It's so defeated and I'm I'm already wearing a Mets hat and an Islander sweatshirt. Like it can't be yeah. any more obvious. And the one I ordered it on the phone once, like for delivery. And she was like, a what? Like annoyed. Like really annoyed. Yeah. And I on the long like, bread. Can you put it on the long bread? I'm not giving in. I am. We are going to do this all night if it happens. We have. Nor to. should you. Let's did they refuse service to you? Oh, not a word. <laughs> no shoes. No shirt. No heroes. No service. This guy just called it a chicken palm. <laughs> no, they had no problem with that. No problem with that. It's the hero. It's the hero. They don't call them heroes. They call them hoagies. What are grinders? Grinders are um I'm trying to think of where grinders are. They're regional. All these sandwiches are regional. A grinder right? is the same thing. It's just it's come from a different place, right? They're all the same thing. So in New York we call them heroes. Right. In Philly they call them hoagies. In in Ohio they call them subs. Sure. I went through this already when I went to college. Like the first time I was I was like, Yeah, let me get the Italian uh, hero. And I'm like, nope. You want an Italian hero? Go look for Columbus. 
That's not the thing I said. The spewchy. Everybody's go to Vespucci. Amerigo. Vespucci. Everybody nobody uses him first? No. No. Now people use Tony Soprano now. Right. I wanted a tired hero. Vespucci. His great 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 grandchildren don't even use that. Like I'm not even I'm not even gonna use it. A Galileo. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. This is important. I need to know about the Mets so we can move on. What do you say? Nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. What do I gotta say? Just give me the encapsulation. What happened? What happened? You were there. We all saw what happened. They lost. They lost the game. They lost the game they should have won. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what? Spoiler alert. Oh, right. In case anybody didn't see it. Please. Please. I know. Someone might have that on the DVR and they haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> oh, I always forget. Don't ruin it. Um, yeah, that's, that's fair. I just, all I want to know is y- you went all in late on that team. And then you fell hard and fast. Right. Right. So where did that leave you losing that game? Well, think, think about uh, going all in on something and then falling hard and fast. And where, you, where would that leave you? Right. In a crumpled mess on the floor. If you fell right. hard and fast from something. So. But swearing well, off ever going hard and fast again? No. No. Like, is this going to make you more... You were very reserved this year with the Mets. You were, like, reserving judgment on them all year. I was. And I passed we, judgment, though. We went to a lot of games. Yeah. I had like, a I went to, ticket plan this year. Right. Right. But I'm saying, you went to more games this year than you probably have in the last few. Certainly. Um, no. Close. Right. Roughly the same. But enough. Okay. Enough. Yeah. But you were waiting and waiting and waiting with this team. They they seem to be aggravating you more than entertaining you. That's generally what my teams do. They aggravate yeah. me more than entertain. This is your this is your mo. But right. <laughs> but what That's I'm exhausting. saying is, you then went all in like quickly last year when they made the run to the World Series and stuff. You you were all in earlier. Yeah, not much or last year, not much earlier. It still was September before. I, look, I Wait, am no, that's I'm, not true. You were on the ride with them last August. Once they started winning those games and winning and and Cespedes and everything, you started to get on the ride, and then you and then you officially declared your love the day they clinched. But you were on the ride with them. You didn't seem to be on the ride with them this year. No, I wasn't. I wasn't, and I wasn't on the ride with them last year until after they swept Washington. But this year, I Actually, didn't go in until they beat, they beat the Braves the next night. The Braves the next night. That was when it was. But that this was year, I didn't I, – my, my, my Waterloo this year was when they clinched. <laughs> Finally. That, it, took, it took until the second to last day of the season before I really went all in. So, Abba was – that was – 
here. Ava played a large part in this one this year. Yes. The day yeah, they clinched. Right? Well, that, that's really when it got serious for me. But I, I, was, I was in, you know, we joked about the guy peeking around the corner, you yeah. know, and yeah. that's what I was doing all for the whole month of September. I was like, I, you know, I, I want to go all in. I just, I cannot jump both feet in because I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt. Right. And that's exactly, exactly what happened. Okay. Exactly. So you don't have high, you and I have talked about this a bit, but I'd like to put it on the air. You don't have high expectations for this offseason, right? You feel like this team has a window from 2014 to 2017 with this pitching staff, as it's currently constituted, this manager, and many of these players, even though some of the faces did change by necessity last year. Um, it's all about the pitching, and you don't see substantial changes, especially if they don't sign Cespedes. Even if they do sign Cespedes. But, 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 okay, but to me, signing Cespedes is a, is a change. Does that make sense? No. It, 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 because I don't expect them to. <laughs> right. No, I, from, that, from that perspective, I get it. So he's I, like an addition. <laughs> like, yeah. The guy they already have would be an addition. And the guy they've had for the last year and a half is still in addition if they get him back. Because I'm yeah, not I expecting agree. them to. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. But this is the window. This is the last year, window-wise. I, I believe that there was a window from 2014, and the window would close now. And they lost a year when Harvey got hurt. When Harvey got hurt, right. So they, wait, they wait, was prepared to go all in that yeah, year. Because that's how, that is how they approached this rebuild from since 2010 they were they were rebuilding and they were rebuilding to to get to a specific point and the team that they have now is exactly what they were give them credit that's exactly what they they got what they do for three years they've got totally agree that's a fantastic call yep so give them credit they did what they were supposed to do but it's not uh built forever you know, they were not built to be a dynasty. They were built for a short window because of their payroll limitations. All of these pitchers are cheap, are affordable and young, and they're not going to be affordable much longer. So they're not going to be able to keep this group together. And then if you go behind them in the minor leagues, they've got nobody like that coming. So it's not like they can just, you know... One guy moves on, they replace him with somebody else. It's not, that's not going to happen. Well, it's almost impossible to do, too. It is impossible, it right. But not impossible to do if you don't have such studs on your team where they can all sort of be relative to each other. So maybe you don't have four aces that you can't replicate, but you have two aces and two really good guys where you've yeah. got another couple of really good guys behind them, and you could slide them in and replace. So the, what the, the way they built it, they, it can't be sustained. That's my point. There's a window. There's a finite amount of time where they can yes. win a World Series legitimately. And I really, really believe last year was their shot. If, you're, if you, you want to live. 16 was their shot? Or 15? 15. Last okay. Yeah, well, two seasons ago. If right. you look at it from the, if you look at it from the window, if you're looking at it through the window, windowsill, any right, better? On the windowsill, um, 
Mm. It, yeah, the big Cubs fan. I don't know if you knew that. I I had not heard that. Uh, One of the uh, girls I work with, a friend of mine, met him last night. Oh. Met Eddie Vedder at uh, an event, a charity event, where he auctioned off some stuff here in New York. And then he went back to Chicago this morning for the parade. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I told her, I said, said, first of all, no pictures, you're lying. I said, and second of all, (laughs) um, that is one of two or three people that if I met, I would literally be unable to speak there's really probably only like two or three celebrities that i would really be tongue-tied around he's one of them i wonder if i could guess the others i would love that i feel like liev schreiber would be one of them now that's a good that's a great guess but i and this is going to sound awful but it's a podcast and nobody listens to it so what's the big deal um (laughs) It's a great, great guess. I feel like I could work with him someday. Okay. So you wouldn't be intimidated. And so by him. I wouldn't be intimidated by him. Interesting. Barack Obama. Yes. Mark. Abs- I mean, abs- no. Marin's a good call though, but no. Okay. I don't love Marin that way. I no. I I. I love Marin for what he's done over the last seven and a half years and where, and, and I've spent a lot of time with him. I mean, a lot of hours. Yeah. Easy. Um, but I don't, uh, he's, he's like a vessel to me. Like he's like, you know, like you would feel about like, uh, Charlie Rose or like a great talk show host. He right. brought me a ton of entertainment. I think he's a great stand-up. He's not, you know, brilliant or anything by any means. Or he's kind of brilliant, but um, he, but he's not an incredible stand-up or an, you know, otherworldly stand-up. He's a very good stand-up. All right. But the the show is like a vessel. You know what I mean? Like I I I, I appreciate what he has delivered to me over these seven hundred and fifty episodes. Uh huh. But he, but I don't know. I'd be fine. Joe Namath. No. Not That'd anymore. Be a laugh. Not anymore. Probably once. Maybe one Probably time. once. Yeah. It's a musician. There's another musician that I'm, I'm missing? Yeah. It's not really an actor. And, and again, I know that sounds kind of dopey, but like... No, I, I get kind that. Of, I kind of can envision myself, you know, being, uh, working with somebody like that. So it doesn't... And I've met a lot of famous actors. Right. And, and by met, I mean like waited on them or, you know, saw them in a bar. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I was freaking right. hanging well, you, out you, with you, Leonardo been, DiCaprio. You've been in the world, so you've been exposed to them, so it's a little I, less... That's right. That's right. Right. You know how to handle yourself around them. That's, I understand that. I've Another met one of them that I, that I thought would have been, and I wasn't. I was not tongue-tied, but I thought I would be. Mark Lynn Baker? <laughs> That's correct. Well done. Oh, don't oh, be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> no, Mel Brooks. When I met Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, yeah, that's right. I thought I would be a disaster, and I was okay. That's one of the best stories ever. It's a good story. The Mel Brooks. That's, that's great. Really good story. I love that guy. Another musician. Man. Yeah, it's I wonder if musician. PJ could help us out here. Is PJ around? And I almost like don't want to count 
President Obama, just because I mean, but I he is there, he is there. Yeah, William you, if, Joel. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. That's a great call. You're kidding me, really? Yeah, it would be Billy Joel. I'm surprised. I would have a really hard time talking to Billy Joel. Like that's, he's my wow. whole. He's my whole child. There would be, for some of these people, there's just a flood of things I want to say. Yeah. And I can't, I can't possibly get to it all. Yeah, Billy Joel. That's incredible. All right. And, and that's like somebody I could bump into someday. Like, you know, like. You could. But yeah, I, sure. Yeah. But no, Billy Joel. That's the other musician that I would have a really hard time talking to. I met Billy Joel once. Did you really? Got him a bottle of water. Nice. Yeah, the radio station. Did he did he ask for that, or was it, or were you, did you force it on him? Uh, so, uh, he he asked for a bottle of water, and I was the one to bring it to him. Right. He didn't ask at me. BAB? Yeah, uh, we were at BLI at that time. BLI one hundred six. Yeah. One hundred six point one. One hundred six one. WBLI. BLI. Was he uh, was he courteous when you delivered the uh, the water? Yeah, he was he was fine. It was early in the morning. He was coming in. He was uh, he was recording something, and he was using the studio, right? Um, but it, well, he wasn't on the air. It was like he was just coming in to use the BLI studio to record right. whatever he was recording. And I happened. I was the I produced the morning show at that point, right? The wacky Stephen Maria morning show. <laughs> That's right. You know, that was. <laughs> One of my career highlights. Got to meet Boomer Esiason that way too, which was kind of cool. Did you really? Yeah. He came in. He was. He came in at like five o'clock in the morning. I had to let him in. He was talking about his charity. Right. Big, big hands, Boomer Esiason, as you would imagine. He's a huge dude. He's like six four, six five, isn't he? That told. Yeah, but the hand that totally stuck with me for whatever reason. He's got monsters hands. He had enormous hands. Yeah. Norman has enormous hands. Like a baseball glove. I used to but, see him a lot at um, at Buckley. I worked at Buckley at a summer camp on Long Island one summer with Scott. Right. And his kids were in this, or uh, I think Gunner was, or maybe Sydney. Sydney might have been in the summer camp there. It was like a really tawdy, uh yeah summer summer camp that I, Scott and I worked at. I think he, it was like, we were like twenty. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I I didn't meet him though. I saw him a bunch. He used to come and pick her up. And he just looked like a huge dude. So you met Billy Joel, you bring him the water. Yeah, that was it. And he says, this is a song, this is a funny song. This is like... Yeah, he, oh, he just told me a story. It was weird. Right. He just went right into storytellers. Right. Just go, get, go, met, go get me a meatball hero. This is the song. <laughs> and he said, like, a bottle, a bottle of, red, of water oh, one time. Oh, bottle of red, that sounds good. A lot like this bottle of water you just brought me. It was great. Bottle of whites. I I it was I, about a girl. Uh, I didn't read right. So that's 1956. We're having a good time, you know. <laughs> I uh, of course he was like born in 56. I um, yeah I don't know I, I don't know why I would be really he just I, recently the boys have sort of uh, besides being obsessed with Hamilton have sort of gotten to Billy Joel. And yeah. um. I can't believe how much I like so much of that music. Like I can't, I can't. All of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. All of it. They ran the Billy Joel channel again on Sirius. 
recently. Yes, fantastic. And like every everything that they had on was yep. great. Yep. And and also we're from Long Island, and that's the law. Yeah, that's you, that you talk about being indoctrined. Yeah, indoc- indoctrinated, indoctrined, indoctrinated, 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 verily, verily. Yeah, they um, that's part. It's part of your nursery school yeah. Uh, curriculum. Yeah, Billy Joel one on one. Street Life Serenader three hundred two. That was a good. That was a good class. That was a good. That was that was advanced for a kindergartner, yeah. but right. he did well. Liberty DeVito teaches that class. <laughs> um, okay, back to. Wait, what'd you say? What's your favorite Billy Joel album? You can't do that. What's my favorite Billy Joel album? Oh yeah. boy. Ah, <sighs> boy. The one that speaks to you. The one you grab the most. Yeah, uh, even, okay, even if it's it. not his best. Right. <laughs> The one featuring Billy Joel. <laughs> Prominently. <laughs> uh, it's it's probably Turnstiles. But I have a great affinity for uh, uh, Nylon Curtain. Ooh. So, there you go. All right. Nylon Curtain, that's interesting. But it's probably Turnstiles. Two very different albums. Yes, very much so. Well, the, the, yeah, we all are. Nylon Curtain's dark, like, and he knows it's dark. Yeah, Nylon Curtain probably has my favorite Billy Joel song that nobody knows. Pressure. Yeah, yeah that's it. He nailed it. Good job. <laughs> he managed to keep that one quiet. I wonder if anybody's heard that one. Yeah, never heard of it. Does it have <laughs> piano? <laughs> <laughs> Synthesizer. That's true. Uh, no, it's uh, Laura. Laura is one of my yes. favorite Billy Joel Laura. songs ever. Yeah. And it's, it's a great a, song. It's a, and it's a straight homage to John Lennon, which it's like a total Lennon song. Uh huh. Like it right down to like the harmonies and the little guitar riff where he like does like a jam kind of thing on the gratch like man, man, Laura, bam, calls me, bam, in the mid. Yeah. That's what Billy uh, Joel doesn't get credit for, by the way, is that he's a stylistic chameleon, and no one gives yes. him credit for it. Everybody yep. thinks he does the same thing over and over again. Nope. It's crazy the way he is misrepresented. I totally agree. And he's not just a stylistic chameleon, which is a fantastic way to describe him, Peach. Like, dead serious. He's also really good at it. Like, really good at it. Like, oh, that adds a lot. Thanks. When, no, when he's paying homage... <laughs> when he's paying... He's not the best color guy in the game for nothing. <laughs> it was good. Real good. Dynamite drop in, Monty. <laughs> no, I get it. What I, I get what it. I meant by that is people are stylistic chameleons and hacky about it. He's never hacky about it. No, he's earnest. Yeah. Yep. That's true. So anyway, that's those are my favorite albums and my favorite song. All right, big shots playing. All right, Mike. Okay, deep. Would you have to be a big shot? Did you? Um. 
I, I, I want to get back to sports and not turn this into a Billy Joel um, tribute. Why not? <laughs> well, it only happens because you keep going to tend to your dog, and then Cal and I do the thing that Cal and I do, and then you have right. to come back. Right, so I should yeah. just tend to the dog. Let the dog be. I would put a wee wee pad down. Let him do Thank her you. business. Let her. Let him do her business. Right. So we'll bring in another dog. Hundred at Costco. <laughs> Vice versa. We'll bring in a male dog to do the female dog's <laughs> business. Um, mine's glass houses, by the way. Thanks for asking. I love glass houses. Yep. I was gonna ask you, of course. No, What's you your favorite you song? I saw you going back oh. to sports. Mm. <laughs> What's your favorite song on Glass Houses? On Glass Houses, all for Lena. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I I had the. Uh, did you have that audio cassette? The cassette, yes, yes, with the fold-out lyrics. Yeah. And he's throwing yeah. the rock against the glass house. Throwing the rock against the glass house. That's a. I I, I would say that's probably. Third, the these the album I would always put up there is Songs in the Attic too, but it's kind of cheating because it's a compilation. Right, I I, I disqualify that from best album of Billy Joel. Right, but if you include it, that would be my favorite. Well, Songs in the Attic. Here's the thing about Songs in the Attic. This is weird, and Pete, maybe you can speak to this too. Like where an artist, so like the best version of a number of his songs are on that album. And he right. released it because of that. Like he, he, he put out that album because the studio versions of those songs weren't as good as his touring band was playing them live. Mm-hmm. Couldn't capture them as well on an album as you could playing them live. Which is sort of incredible. It is. Well, it, it was a great band. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a tremendous band. Yeah, his um, bands are especially, hot. And at that time, and like they're playing little clubs or they're playing, or, you know, like Miami 217 is, is in an arena, but, you know, Everybody Loves You Now is like in a little club. And it's, every, that's the best version of Everybody Loves You Now. That's, uh, that I argue Summer Highland Falls. That's tight. That's close. It's really good. Because the but, studio version of Summer Highland Falls is really good, too. Will, will you guys kill me if I just tell you that I think Captain Jack is a completely overrated song, though? Nope. No. Okay. It is an overrated song. Overrated. It's a... It's a it, 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 Captain Jack is a very good song. It's overrated. It's for beginners. Billy really yeah. Joel for beginners. That's yes, that's right. That is a great classification. Yes. <laughs> As I throw my Billy Joel's nose, Billy Joel nose up in the air. Right. It's if you're just beginners. graduating from classic rock radio, that's the right. one you know. Yeah. Is that what you play for them in New Hope? Like the people that know nothing about Billy Joel, they only think no. Allentown down there is the only they song only he's ever out. done. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> great song. About us. By the way, I was 21 and my mother like still an made my bed and away from no us problems. Fight. No problems at all. And that's too long, Peach. That's too it long. It was. It was too long. Um, all right. Back to sports. Goodbye. Can can we can I'm not talking we're done with the Mets. We've got plenty of time to talk about the Mets. Yeah. I, I yeah. just I need to get your impression on the World Series real quick. 
Yeah, of course. That's the logical Very place quick. for us to go. Yeah. Let's go like three to four minutes on the World Series. Okay. Um, did you watch all of the games? No. Okay. By choice or you just you had other things going on and you just didn't or you just didn't have an interest in it? Um, I would flip to it. But okay. if there was an Islander game on and the World Series on, I was watching the Islander game. Sure. But if there was yeah. nothing else on, it still wasn't I would have it like... on. No, no, I would have it on. To watch but or it... just sort of in the background? Just, it, to, just background. It wasn't appointment until game six or game seven. Okay. All right. So, so the stories of both teams didn't captivate you enough to make it they a They absolutely did. Watch. Completely did. captivating. I have a hard time if my team has been in the playoffs right of watching the rest of the playoffs. That's an excellent point because I thought that I'm I'm the same way. And the Mets were eliminated so long ago that it never by the end it didn't it actually didn't feel like it was the same year. It feels like 8 years ago. Yeah, and I mean, I I'm not I'm I'm saying it half facetiously. But no, really, like, when I was watching that World Series, I had no – the Mets didn't even enter my mind that they were in the playoffs. The Mets game was on, like, October 5th. I know. It's a month ago. Game 7 was November 2nd. Yeah. You know, what, well, what, what, what did – I thought about last November 1st, what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of a hit to take. But other than that, I didn't really think about it. I, and, and I told you this. After the Mets, I shut down, and I was like, I'm, I'm baseball, F you, man. I'm, I can't watch another inning of baseball. It's terrible. Right. And then I got sucked into, was it, which one, what game were we watching together? Was it uh, the Dodgers and Nationals? Was it game five, Dodgers-Nats? And we were texting no, back and forth no, throughout the was, whole uh... game. Yeah, it was, because we were so happy that the Nats lost. We were rooting so hard against the Nationals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it was it Game Five Nationals? It I I really believe it was. Yeah, and it was probably. a great game. And that was the game. That was the game. Kenley Jansen came in and he pitched three innings or two innings and yes, yes, yes. Right, that's right. Okay. And he got so, Murphy right. He got Murphy to pop up. He got Murphy. Right. We we were like Murphy's right. gonna win the game. He's gonna he's gonna right. win the playoffs right, right here. This is where he, this is where he. He drives the final stake into our hearts for 2016. Right? And and That's right. That's I remember right. and I remember thinking after the game, and I think I told you this. I was like, I was never going to watch the playoffs, and yes. I'm so glad that I did, and I stuck with it That's because right. it was a great game. And that game brought me back into the playoffs completely, and I was and right. I was obsessed with it. Watched all of it. Yeah, I mean, I I told you what I was hoping for. It. it very difficult situation for me with those two teams, with the Cubs and the Indians, as we right. talked about. And I know I've said it a million times, and I know you roll your eyes to the back of your head when I say it or whatever, but I went to school in the Midwest. And so I have a lot of fans of both of these teams. Yeah. You know, I had 500 people on Facebook, 500 is a lot, I had a hundred people on Facebook that, you know, wanted the Cubs to win a hundred people on Facebook that wanted the Indians to win. Like I had friends at the game at game seven, Cal, like uh, Joe Pulse, like his, his, he's wearing his tribe hat, but his wife's from Chicago. Wow. They met at Dayton and the kids were in the Cubs hat at the game. Like 
houses divided big time. Yeah. Cause yeah. Huge Chica- uh, Chicago, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, group uh, at the university of Dayton and huge, obviously Cleveland. So really hard for me, both fan bases and both people that I like a lot, but my, my eighties hatred of the Cubs started bubbling up and I couldn't control it. And then also like all the arguments I got in at Dayton with Chicago fans about New York and Chicago and like what's a better sports city and Cubs fans, you know, and those are, those are bad times for the Mets. I was in, as you were, I was at Dayton from 92 to 96. It was the worst possible time. The worst Mets teams ever, ever. Yeah. And trying to be a Mets fan at that time and like talking to like a Cubs fan and they're like, yeah, well we may suck, but we're not you. You know, at least we go to every game and we have Wrigley and, you know, like there's nothing for a Mets fan to hold on to. So that all started coming back up on me. And then you think about the players. And I, I like Terry Francona. I've always liked Terry Francona. Um, I, I, I like Madden. You know, I like Madden, although I like him a lot less than I did two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't, we beat the Cubs last year and we, I wasn't playing. The Mets beat the Cubs last year in four games and swept them. And I really developed a fine hatred again for the Cubs in those four games. Like yeah. Schwarber yeah. and Rizzo and Brian and like, you know, because everybody loves the Cubs. I don't, I don't like that when that happens. I don't like that. Right. I don't like when the world is in love with the team. You know why? Because the world is never in love with my team, ever. No, they wouldn't be. They're never in love with one of my teams, ever. Ever. Last year during the World Series, you know how many Cubs Everybody fans... Everybody the Royals. Every, you know how many Cubs fans wish, wish me well? None. One. None. No, not even. <laughs> no, no one. No one was reaching out to me saying congrats. They all know what a huge Mets fan I am. I was reaching out and saying congrats on the World Series. And I had to have St. Louis fans, or, or not St. Louis fans, you know, but Missouri Royals fans giving me crap. Now, you know what? I don't like it when everybody loves one team because no one will ever love my team that way, ever. If the Jets went to the Super Bowl tomorrow, people would be pissed. They would be excited that no. the Jets are finally going to win a Super Bowl. They'd be pissed. They'd be disgusted that, the, that the, the Super Bowl trophy may wind up in the hands of the Jets. They would probably call the thing off. They would probably call it off. It's all tainted. The grubby yeah. little hands yeah. getting on the Super Bowl trophy. Imagine the Jets touching that. Uh, the slumming Gross. down the Super Bowl. Right. The Islanders, please. I can't. Well, nobody, nobody would even pay attention. A, and B, everybody that would pay attention hates them anyway. Like all of Canada hates them anyway. So, I, I, you know, I can't get – but I, as I said to you, I was hoping they would win. So I started rooting very strongly for the Indians from game five, six, and seven. Right. But I was hoping in the back of my mind there was a solace to be taken if the Cubs were going to win, especially coming back from 3-1 down. 3-1 down. This is it. They did it. Yeah, well. They're going to be fat and lazy next year. Fat, lazy, and complacent next year. Just like the Red Sox were in 04. Fat, lazy, and complacent. And it clears the way for the Mets, who I am bullish on. Next question. 
I think you're whistling Dixie right now. Were the Red Sox fat and complacent in 2005? Their fan base was. Were they? What did they do in 2005? Let's look it up. Let's punch that up. So long ago. I don't remember. It's, it's, it's a lifetime. I don't remember, but it, it, I just, I don't buy that that's how it goes. I don't, I don't buy it. You don't buy that there's any sort of complacency? You said it about the Mets and they didn't even win the World Series. Well, that, that's different. What happened to the Royals this year? The Royals got hurt. And, they lost the and the Mets didn't? The Mets got hurt too. And they made the playoffs. Did the Royals? But the Mets were not hurt when they were riding horses and driving fancy cars in spring training last year. Were the Royals hurt when they were... Did somebody fall off a horse? Somebody Is that what happened to Mike Moustakis? No. No, no Royal fell off a horse. I'm, not to, I'm asking you a question. Did the Royals not get complacent this year? I know I they got hurt. They, Did I, Wade I, Davis I, get hurt? Ray Davis? Wade Davis. Oh, Wade Davis. <laughs> Ray Davis? Did the Kings <laughs> get hurt this year? No. They, Ray Davis they, is look, very complacent. The Red Sox in 2005 went 95 and 67. That doesn't sound so, complacent. So much for my theory. <laughs> that, that just changed your entire winter, didn't it? And they lost in the ALDS 3 nothing to the White Sox So they made the playoffs They won the division They won the division They won 95 games And I'm not saying that the Cubs are going to go 70 and 92 What are you saying? That they're not going to win the World Series next year? I'm saying they're not going to win the World Series next year That's what you said, okay I want them to celebrate the crap out of this. I want them on floats and parades, hey, and I want them at Disney World. You are getting I your them... wish. I don't well, know what you Because I hope that – I wonder at what point they start thinking about baseball again. That's all. You know who's thinking about baseball right now? Who? Jacob DeGrom. That's it. You think so? Well, maybe his hair. I bet you he's not thinking about baseball. I bet you right at this moment he's not thinking about baseball. Probably not right at this moment. But that's that's an unfair thing to say. I'm saying he will be he will be those guys are those guys are gonna be chomping at the bit. We'll see. So anyway, um I was kind of rooting for the Indians, which is why they lost. I think that's right. fairly obvious. Well if, great if you say that you start... great series and great baseball. And game seven is what that's it. That's it. That's it. That's you know, baseball. Every, That's it. I'm not. I'm not breaking any ground, and I'm going to sound like I'm. I've repeated a million people in the last three days, but I don't care. I'll say it again. It's it's my favorite sport. I believe it's the best sport. When you get into a situation like we got into the other night with Game Seven, I don't think I don't think anything else matches that. Maybe a Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals. Well, I was going to say, the, the, the NHL and a Game 7 in the Stanley Cup playoffs, in the finals too, right? Because this is Game 7 of the World Series, Game 7 of the NHL right, I'm talking. Playoffs. I'm talking about the finals, yeah. Overtime. It would have to go to overtime to match what they did. It doesn't necessarily have to go to overtime because a Game 7 in the Stanley Cup, like you could give up a goal in the first period and that's it. And you're on the edge of your yeah. seat for the next 59 minutes. But that said, and Francesca brought this up, and I totally, 
I think it's one of those moments, those transcendent moments for Francesa where he's great. He's so good at some things. And that's, it doesn't have a clock. Yes. Yes. You're not chasing time. Well, that's, and that's, isn't it's that the sort only of. sport that doesn't have a clock. But when we, when we talk about baseball and hockey being the two best, right? Hockey is the fastest sport where time matters so much, right? And the action is just nonstop. It never stops from the, from the minute the puck drops in the first period till when the, when the buzzer goes off at the end of that game. It never stops, right? right? Baseball is like, I don't want to say it's the opposite, but you have it, – it breathes within the game, and it creates so much tension and drama. And drama, yeah. Right? Football is not like that. A, a, a Super Bowl game flows just like a regular season game, I think. Yep. There's a lot more yep. on the line, obviously, and there's a lot of pressure, but the flow of the game is the same. Same thing with basketball. The flow yep. of the game is the same. But, but, the, but the flow of a, of a baseball playoff game – and a hockey playoff game just ratchets up when different when, than the regular season. It's yeah, different. That's what I think. Oh, I totally agree. And the, and, and, and Francesca said this, the lack of a clock adds to the drama. It's perfect. That's like a perfect. People were bitching about that inning or whatever. It's just pitching changes and whatnot. Are you kidding me? I could have watched that inning all day. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they have to step off and throw to first. And, are you kidding me? The strategy that's going on at that moment mm-hmm. and the, the one-on-one confrontation, which you don't have in any other sport either, right? right? Any other team sport. The one-on-one confrontation of the pitcher and the batter in that moment. And I, I had never seen this before. I love this. I saw it on Twitter in game seven. So the Indians got the winning run to the plate. With two right. outs. And that pitcher became, I think, only the eighth guy ever to throw a golden pitch. Meaning that the pitch could end the series uh-huh. for either team. Right. So either, so if he throws a pitch and the guy hits a home run, one team wins the World Series. If he gets him out, they win if the World he, Series. If he strikes him out or he gets it out, they win the World Series. He threw a golden yeah. pitch. That's unbelievable. Mike Montgomery. Never, and, yep. And I think it was like only the eighth time that it happened in a game. Set. Ever. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. And then you have the storyline. Right. Right. Then you have the 108 right? years. And the, the crazy thing was, and, and we talked about this a little bit. It was 71 years since they've been to the World Series. Like, forget about winning one. Like the Cubs, like there's an entire generation that had never seen them in the World Series. Forget about seeing them win a World Series. Right. Like they hadn't been to the World Series since, what, 1945, right? The Indians had not, well, the Cubs hadn't no, been since 1945. Cubs. Yeah. That's Come 71 years. Yeah. Right. That's like two generations of people who never even saw them in the World Series. Right. Forget about winning one. Yeah. 
<laughs> like you could have been born in 1946 and be 70 years old and have uh-huh. never seen the, the World Series, let alone win one. Right. That's crazy. That was crazy. Like those historical kind of things are, are sports-wise are crazy in context. And baseball has that history. Yes. That the other that the other sports don't really have. Hockey does, but nobody cares about it because right. there were there were only six teams. You know, right? Like they were playing hockey in 1920, but nobody really cared. You know, I mean, what the Rangers are on? The Rangers are celebrating what, like their 75th year or something like that? Or no, I'm sorry, like their 90th year or something crazy. 90th year. Yeah, yeah, 90 years. And but nobody cares if they won the Stanley Cup in 1923. Like, <laughs> well, Ranger fans care. Yeah, well, and they they celebrate it like they're the effing Yankees. Oh boy. Well, anyway, I already had four guys in my office tell me that Rangers are winning the Stanley Cup. Four guys. They're playing very well. Yeah, they're a great team. They're unstoppable. Um, Everything is back to normal in hockey. Yep. Yep. All is right with the world. Um, last thing I want to say about this World Series. Something happened through the course of the playoffs that is a debate that we have had on this show years ago. But also, remember I told you about this, Cal? My baseball guys, my buddies that I played baseball with years ago, like good four years ago, three, four years ago. We got into like a real hot debate over email going back and forth, like 100 emails going back and forth. Guys chiming in everywhere. It's like it was probably about seven guys about the use of relief pitchers in modern baseball. Uh huh. And one one of my friends that I played ball with, Jordan Mummert, great guy, real good ball player from Baltimore, big Orioles fan. Not germane to what I'm about to say, but just throw it out there. He um, he was uh, uh, posh, uh, you know um, uh, positing that. The use of relief pitchers and the use of a closer only in closing situations is stupid. And that the game could be on the line in the fifth or sixth inning. Why would you not use your best pitcher at that time? Right? right. So the game so sixth inning, you're you're winning four to three. They have the bases loaded and Bryce Harper is up. Right. And you're gonna you and your and your starting pitcher is gassed, right? Two out, sixth inning. So your starting pitcher is giving you five and two thirds. You're up four to three, or you're up four to two, even, even better. Bases loaded. Why would you bring in your fifth best reliever there, just because he's a lefty? In that spot, why would you not bring in your best reliever? The game could be wrecked right here. Well, you know what. It's funny when you said him being an Orioles fan is not germane to this conversation, but it is because in this in these playoffs, that's exactly what the Orioles didn't do. They exactly. left their best. They left their Locked best pitcher. That's right. Right. Yep. Their best pitcher did not pitch. Their best pitcher on the staff. Forget about relief pitcher. One of the best pitchers in baseball. In baseball he could win the Cy Young Award. Pitch, did not pitch in the ultimate game of the series. Right. Right. And to see Francona and then to see Madden do it 
you right. know, with, well, with Chapman and bringing in Chapman with one out in the seventh inning. Well, that's exactly what Dave Roberts did with Kenley Jansen. He right. brought Jan- he brought Jansen in in the seventh inning. Right. And then I closed with Kershaw. Trend. I love this trend. Yeah. But, you know, I read somewhere. Because, but, but it makes sense, Cal. It makes sense. And, they, and by the way, Francona was using Miller like this since they got him. Like everybody thought when they traded for Andrew Miller, they were going to automatic, automatically make him the closer. He didn't do yeah. that. He didn't well, he do that. He started using them in like the sixth and seventh inning. Yeah, he did. Cal, he? I read a whole article on it. Yes, I read a whole article on it in September. There was like a big article. I sent it to my buddy who's a huge Indians fan because when they made the trade that day, I texted him and I said, congratulations, you got a closer. And he said, not so fast. He right. actually had heard Francona say, no, no, I'm going to use him everywhere because he's his best pitcher. He's the best relief pitcher. If the game is on the line in the seventh inning, why wouldn't you bring in your best pitcher then? Just because he's not the closer? Yeah. I, I love this trend. And this debate with the baseball guys went on like 100 emails. It was great. So then the, que- then the question is, is, is it sustainable? Can you do this for 162 games? I think you, I think you can. I think you can. I think you can. I don't know if everybody's – it's a copycat league, right? They're all copycat leagues when they see something sure. successful. It just sounds like – it seems like it's going to be hard to do that for a long period of time. In a series, I get it, but – Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's going to be untenable maybe if you don't have two closers. Right. you got to have two closers to do it too, right? Or someone yeah. that good. Okay, um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick uh, break. PJ, you're back in. It's not the dog this time. It's my son. PJ's back. I love that song, and I love that you named it as your favorite Glass Houses song because it's mine too. Is it yours too? Now it's not my favorite Billy Joel song of all time, but it's definitely my favorite on the album. Yeah, I think I think it's where it's placed on the album or something. Like it's just it's. Yeah, the song is first. so good. It kicks the album off. It's perfect. Is it? Is it first? Yeah, it's the first oh song God, on the it album. It is first. Yeah, and it just sets it just sets the energy of that album yeah. beautifully. Yeah. Is uh, sleeping with the television on? Is that on the same album? Yes, it is. I'm sleeping with the television. I see. Yeah, I love that song. I think that's like track five or six. That's towards yeah. the middle. But yeah, it's um. I just I just love the album. I don't cassette. Sleeping with the television on was the first song on the second side of the cassette. That's one of the uh, first five albums I was ever allowed to buy for myself. Really? Yeah, my parents made. Uh, they didn't. They they had no idea what they were unleashing. But <laughs> but when I was I guess I was nine, they gave me permission. I could I could go into like Sam Goody or even Kmart and I could buy my own records. Okay. And Glass Houses was like the fifth one. No, you bought a record or a, or a tape. Vinyl, twelve inch. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that we all had to share. You know, the kids didn't have stereos in their rooms. Uh huh. So I had to fight for time yeah, on the I'll... stereo. I had to ask my dad's permission to use the headphones. Right. I mean, this was serious. 
this was serious business. Strict. Yeah. So I get yeah. So I have to. I'm sorry, PJ. I have to correct it. All for Lena was the last song on the first side. That's what it was. Yep. It That's closed what, right. Five one. That's how the side ended. Song yeah. five. Song five. Yeah. It opens with it. You I, may be right. Yeah, I thought I thought yeah. it opened with Lena, but no, that's the last one. Dun, 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 yeah, I think that's why it's so good because it closes outside one. Yeah, it's great. I'll tell you what, I I might have to move Glass Houses up now that I'm thinking about it track for track. Oh, it's so good. Sometimes I, a fantasy. Sometimes a fantasy. Vienna. I mean, it's. Uh, no, not Vienna. Uh, you were the one. Vienna, um, you were the one. Uh, which I love when he talks about how it's such bad French. <laughs> and that's the album. Bad French. That's the album that features the uh, very least fantasy piano. piano. There's no piano on that album, barely any. You may be right. Sometimes a fantasy. Don't ask me why. That's what I was thinking. Uh, it's still rock and roll to me. All for Lena. I don't want to be alone anymore. I was checking you out. I was just making sure. Ooh. Sleeping with the sleeping with the television on. We just had a discussion. Santa Twy, you were the one closer to the borderline, which is one of my all-time underrated favorite Billy Joel songs. And was almost my senior quote in my high school yearbook. Mm. Another night I fought the good fight, but I'm getting close to the borderline. Uh, And then Through the Night. Through the Night is a great song. Yep. You say, I'll say. I'm moving that up to two. All right, that's good. Yeah, I'm moving it up. Moving on up. Noted. Nylon Curtain. Here's the reason I love Nylon Curtain. Allentown, Laura, Pressure, Goodnight, Saigon. That's side one. It's tremendous. That's some heavy lifting right there. (laughs) (laughs) She's Right on Time, which I love. A Room of Our Own, which I love. Surprises, which I love, and Scandinavian Skies, which is an unbelievably underrated oh, song. Oh, yes. And then Where's the Orchestra? Where's the Orchestra is a really nice song. Yeah. I bought that album on the high def. Super audio wow. CD. Saigon Fantastic. sounds incredible. Turnstiles. Shakes the house. 52nd Street was good. I mean, The Strangers. The Stranger. Turnstiles. This is why Turnstiles is my favorite. You ready? You ready for this? Ready. Side one. Say goodbye to Hollywood. Summer Highland Falls. All you want to do is dance, which I love. Shut your mouth. I love that song. (laughs) And New York State of Mind, which is not overrated. Overrated. Second no, just o- simply overplayed, not overrated. Yes, overplayed, not overrated. No, it's a great Defended. song. Yeah. Overplayed, overused. Out, outgunned, outmanned. Second side. James, which I love about his brother. Prelude, Angry Young Man. Top Never five favorite song of yours of all time, I bet. Prelude, Angry Young Man? Yeah. Of his? Would you top- put it in top five? Top 10. Top 10, okay. I don't know if I go to top five. I love these days. That's top five. Yeah. yeah. And then it closes with Miami 217, 2017. I mean, that's, 
that's a tough album right there. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's why that's my number one. But I'm going to slide well, Glass Houses into the two. That's a great number one because there's no you know, there's no weak spot. There's nothing. James James is probably the weakest song on the album, and I like James quite a bit. It's a great song, though. It's not a weak Do song. Listen from a childhood day. <laughs> there's a there's a whole bunch of people in the rest of the country that are like, what? Are, what, is <laughs> what? Hey, what album is the what album is the Bosom Buddies song on? <laughs> you know the Bosom Buddies song? What album is that on? It's on a Tom Hanks album, idiot. <laughs> Scott and I tried to replicate the Bosom Buddies walking through the sprinklers every time we saw a sprinkler. <laughs> I would I would bet you tomorrow if Scott and I, forty two and forty five years of age. Almost 45. We're walking down the street together, and we saw a sprinkler. We would walk through it while having a conversation. Scott has, like, a, very, he has a very natural <laughs> pantomime that, that can instantly become Tom Hanks. He can, he can totally. He, can he gets really Scott. rubbery. He can make himself <laughs> really into Tom Hanks. My brother goes straight Hanks, and I go straight Scolari. Straight. Yeah. If yeah, we I've, see seen, I've seen him do bachelor party moves. He does a lot of good bachelor party moves. We would replicate that immediately. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> without even without preconception, without talking oh, about I it. I love that. I can so I we can would, picture it too. We would just I, I, I hope someday it happens. Just an exaggerated but, conversation. Just, moving your hands. Just like an exaggerated and, conversation like the yeah. Next time you guys come over, I am throwing the sprinklers on. <laughs> Just sprinklers on. <laughs> See you roll up. He, I guarantee you he will do it. I guarantee you. Why is that running into the garage? Shut up, shut up. I got to turn them on. There will the be no two, conversation about it. Nope. Do the two and that you, song uh, will be playing, playing, obviously. In our heads, yeah. Do the two of you pick fruit the same way? <laughs> With the bag? Yes. I've right. done that. Okay. Done that with Scott in a grocery store. Absolutely. Done that with Scott and Pathmark. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and then the, the quick backup and the catch behind the back. Uh, that show. Wasn't allowed to watch that show. We've yeah, talked you know, about this. Funny. We've talked about this. A lot of these things that you weren't allowed to watch, I didn't have those restrictions. My dad was wildly inconsistent. So like, oh. <laughs> like <laughs> not allowed to watch Bosom Buddies because it's about cross dressers or whatever, and as he right. thought, like he thought it was like about transvestites or something like that. Meanwhile, if my dad took ten minutes to watch the show, he would have been laughing hysterically. But it, just the premise he didn't like, we weren't allowed to watch it. And then we'll go see The Natural when I'm nine, and let's right. see Glenn Close, and let's see, you know, uh, uh. uh you know, uh, what's her name? Memo Paris dropping her fur coat and having sex with Robert mm-hmm. Redford. Be careful. Totally fine. Totally fine. Spoiler alert. Spoiler My bad. Spoiler. I'm sorry. Spoiler so, alert. Roy Hobbs dies at the end, by the way. Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, he strikes out in the book. You know that. I know. Did you know that, PJ? Did you ever read that book? I did. I did you know read that. The Natural? I know he struck out. <laughs> 
and we I read it in well, hold on. I was given the book to read in high school English and I passed the exams. I didn't actually read the book. Wow. I will admit what, to that now. What's the Sorry, statute Mr. of limitations Chapman. here? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Schitzman? What's his name? Schatzman. Irish Schatzman. Irish Schatzman was your Irish English Schatzman. teacher. I had him several years uh, in high school. And wow. He was great. And I t- is he still with us? He is. Oh, good. Good to hear. Obsessed with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he's not with us. <laughs> he, he might be on a different plane, but he still right, lives I mean, in Staten Island. He's still alive, but... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Irish Shatsman, obsessed with Lord of the Rings. Did not see that coming. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. All right, can we wrap up sports and then we'll talk about some other stuff? I, I have two more things to say. I don't – well, we only have two more minutes here. We only have two more minutes live. Oh, right, right. But we can party until it's 1999, I mean. Then it's Memorex, sure. Is it live or is it Memorex? Um, uh, one other sports thing, Cal. So, uh, World Series, are you pleased with the result? Yeah, it's fine. Um, I, I wanted Cleveland to win, but I'm fine with the Cubs winning. It's okay. Right. So you're okay that this is all over now, the big thing in 108 years? And... Yeah, it's going to get annoying now, but that's fine. I was, yeah, happy, gonna... I, was hap- I was happy for them. I was happy for the players. Right. I was happy for a lot of the fans. I was not happy for the rest of the world that jumped on the Cubs bandwagon. That was right. me. But... Who? But you're not I, you're not insufferable. Me? No, oh, PJ. Either one of you. I've never <laughs> found either one of you insufferable. No. But the Cubs fans are going to become insufferable really fast. Really well, I just feel I just feel like this is that we've seen this play before called the Boston Red Sox, and I think it's going to go the same way. Right. I agree. It's all the um, earmarks of it. Listen, are we going to do a show next week? Because if we are, let's just talk about football and hockey next week. Yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, well, whatever we do in the next show. We'll talk about football no, and no, hockey. No. no, no. We're doing another show next week. Next week is Veterans Day. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. Woo. We'll do a show next week. We'll find time. Listen. Next yeah. week there's gonna, next week there's going to be a post election. I don't know. Outgassing. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. There's an election. Is this for some sort of uh, some sort of public office? We're going to recap the election next week. <laughs> no, no, we are no, not. We will not. Never let's ever. Do, let's, ever. Yeah, let's do a post a, a post election recap, RTU style. RTU style. I would like nothing more than to do a political podcast every now and again, but not under just, this banner. Banner. Just not with you guys. <laughs> just not with you, intellectual garbage. <laughs> just not with you, the lowest common denominator. I'd love, no, are you kidding? I'd love to have the same crew. 
talking the same stuff, we could we couldn't call it this. We'd have to call it something else. No, we can't. We can't sully the RTU banner. We can't with sully the talk. brand. No, no, no. For God's sake, That's we've done 121 shows. It's branding. <laughs> How many 21 is each? 121. We've we've done 19 shows. With that we, we have a brand. <laughs> All right, let's get back to. So now we're in extra time. RTU fun load time. Let's get back to injury time. We're, we're in injury time, like soccer. Yeah. Um, what were we just talking about? The fun load? No, but but before I uh, said the last thing about the World Series. Hamburgers? By the way, the live stream gave us 40 <laughs> extra seconds. The live stream went for two hours and 40 seconds. Got to remember that. Oh, great. Hamburgers? Good. Um. <laughs> you know, there was something I wanted to talk about in there that, that PJ could, well, no, that'd, that'd be too serious, but I, I just, I, I wanted PJ to weigh in on it as well. I wanted to talk to you about it. Cal, you and I have talked about, and we're not talking politics, but what we are talking about is, but we're gonna talk politics. no, no, no. Obviously it's a very <laughs> anxious time though in the, in the country, this election and like election anxiety is like a real thing. It's a genuine thing. My wife has it. I think I think that three I have it. I think the three of us, I think Cal has it as well to some degree. Um it, this is not about that. This is about what is sports in that. And Cal, you and I had that great discussion about for me, I have gone because of the anxiety I'm experiencing and the obsession with the election and, and things going on, I had to I went full into sports and have used that as my escape. And right. so all of sports has become more significant to me, even though I know it's trivial. And I know in the big scheme of things, it doesn't mean anything. I have put import on sports and fandom to counteract the terror I feel uh, about real things. And you had said something so interesting to me, Bri, that was, well, I am having trouble doing that because I'm kind of obsessed with everything that's going on, election-wise and otherwise. But it makes sports seem almost insignificant to me, like more trivial than it usually is. Yeah. You know, and, and like I, I can't get upset about an Islander game because this is happening you know, like in the real world. And I went the complete opposite way of that. Like I can get upset about this Islander game because if I get upset about the real world stuff, I'm going to lose my mind. So I can get upset about this and I'm getting ridiculously upset, like way overly upset and invested (laughs) in the sports fandom because there are no consequences, I guess. So I don't know. There are no real consequences. Yeah. It doesn't affect you. That's right. It's not that it, 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 yes, it doesn't affect me. It's, it's also at the end of the day, it's entertainment that I'm sinking myself into as an escape. Right. But I'm, I'm amping up the results, which is why you would have thought like the Mets loss would have killed me more. It just didn't because of that one moment I had with those three pitchers. They don't know we had it, but I had it. Right. 
Um, Peach, I, I'm, I'm, I, well, both you guys, I, I, I want to get your opinions on this. Like, sports for me right now is a salve. It's like a, it, it's an escape where I can put all of my emotion and my passion. Like the Islanders lose game eight of the season, and I'm furious because I can't put that that uh, ferocity into real life. Does that make sense? Sure. Spot on drop in, Monty. And it's good. <laughs> it, makes, it makes perfect sense. The reason he's an artistic chameleon is because he's good. Thanks. Nailed it, Steve. Really good work right there. Really strong work. Uh, no, but Peds, like you don't have uh, sports as the outlet that I may have it as, or no, no. Can you? Understand? But you do. But he does have an outlet, right, Peds? I've been doing well. It, I have a similar um, crushing, soul-crushing anxiety. Uh, I have been turning to Facebook about twenty-six times a day. You'll see a lot of posts from me, a lot right. of avoidance, avoidance posts, a lot of pictures and, and Look funny at the flowers. science memes, you know, science, science puns and math puns and <laughs> idiocy. And, and I've gone really deep into Spotify and, and, and song lists and recommendations and oh I'm re- right. I really love this band right now they're so great Hooverphonic I can't get enough of them <laughs> because I, I is, need to who is that look, guy <laughs> I need to look elsewhere because I need to look elsewhere right mm-hmm. so you've done it by sinking yourself into you know uh, well music is a, an obvious place for you to land Peach actually like, more the, more more often than not, it's been housekeeping. I'm not even kidding. When right. I start to really freak out, I pull out the vacuum cleaner, and I vacuum, and I mop, and I, <laughs> and I clean, right. and I, I throw on a podcast in the headphones, and I, and I listen to some WTF or something. Right. The place looks magnificent, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> after, after this election, that house is going to real garbage. Tina's going to be like... You haven't what? swept in a week. Well, we're not in election season. Right. <laughs> we're regrouping. You tyrant. Cal, I you I found this really fascinating because you and I in so many ways um have always had the same approach and passion to sports. You're I think more of a pessimist, I'm more of an optimist, but same passion, same love. Is it just the gravity that doesn't allow yourself to to maybe utilize it that way? That right now, yeah. I think I think for sure. I think I think part of my problem is that I have been nor in a, in a normal time everything would be sports. Sports radio sports on Twitter, reading sports, everything, everything would be sports, 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 sports. Now everything is politics, election, and that's, oh. all, that's all I listen to right now. 
except for the hour at lunch that I listen to Francesa. I don't listen to any, there's no sports other than that right now. How have you not opened a vein? <laughs> because I'm, I don't know. It, it, and it's strange because I've, I've never been, I've never gotten into it like this before, ever. And I just, I can't get. Never been a moment it. For, it to, for you to get into it like this before. No, but I mean, during each, like during the presidential elections, you're obviously, you're paying attention, but I, you know. Not every like no no podcasts no, no right. nothing every everything is is and I, and it's not one side or the other it's everything right you know and it's just and it's it's completely engrossed me and because of that I don't have any other energy in me care about right. sports really you know hygiene is taking a hit. <laughs> I haven't showered. You should, see him. Since. you should see him. It looks like Castaway right now. <laughs> I think he just took his tooth out with a skate. Um, it's been but, bad. But Cal, I'm, I'm, I mean, doing I'm doing, I'm doing the, the, the same kind of things with Twitter and, and uh, uh, reading and, and podcasts. Like I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm imbibing all the same stuff. And I'm obsessed right. with it. Like I'm obsessed with Twitter, right? And I'm obsessed with John Favreau on Twitter, and like this feed and that feed and blah 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 blah. But I, but I, but I'm taking all of the mania, and I'm putting yeah. it into sports. Yeah. See, I, that's that's the difference is that I don't have the ability to separate it. Right. I can't separate it. I like I have. You also hate the Islanders right now. Like if this was a if this was an Islander team. Them that you could get into, it would be helping. It would. Maybe. If they Maybe. fired Capuano tomorrow, Cal, and, and you like could get in on board with this Islander team, it would help you. It would. I, I think they would need to fire Capuano next Wednesday. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> then, Bobby, then we'll be okay. Is everything. Well, they, right? well, they should. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that, but that's but that's, it's a, it's a strange phenomenon for me that this is happening because I just I I can't I can't repurpose energy. Right. You know what I mean? That's just that's me as a person. I don't have the ability to do that. My right. energy is on one thing. I can't take it and move it somewhere else. So if sure. I'm using it all here, I got nothing for that. Right. That's, Whereas that's, that's, that's exactly that's what I'm doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I'm expending a lot of energy following everything, following the election, following all of it. And then I I go at night and I repurpose it into the Islanders. And I'm just or the Jets on a Sunday. And I'm yeah. just like that's where I take it all out. Because if I if I don't take it out there though, Cal, it's something's gonna blow up. Something's gonna oh, blow yeah, up I can, in me. I, I can understand that for sure. Like I, I need to become like a release. It's become a release. I'll tell you the other thing that uh, that has become an absolute release, and it's dopey, but I think, Pete, you'll understand a little bit too, is Hamilton. Like, I'm obsessed with Hamilton. I listen to mm. it all the time. The boys are in love with it. I live in a town where George Washington stayed after the Battle of Trenton, like right up my street. Like, we listen to Hamilton, and then I take the boys up Stop. to the corner. Of- Stop. George Washington stayed in Newtown. Right. <laughs> Stop misrepresenting. 
like we'll listen to Hamilton and I'll take Comics, Wesley and Kate uh, into. <laughs> Did you hear the cover that the Roots did with Buster Rhymes of uh, My yeah. Shot? Yeah, That's it's good. good. I like the, uh, the the other tune with the, um, what do you call it? It's quiet up here. It's quiet Uptown? Yeah, it's quiet Uptown with, um, I can't think of her name. Sugar. Anyway, um, <laughs> not Jewel. She didn't live in her van. Not Jewel. <laughs> um but I, but I, like, I'm obsessed with Hamilton, can't, and I have been for like five months. Like, just can't. But it's, it's all political. Like, that's like a political it's, manifestation. Yes. yes. You know, we were, we were um, uh, listening to it with the boys or whatever, and I'll drive them into town uh, here in Newtown uh, on the corner of Washington and Sycamore, and that's where George Washington stayed after the Battle of Trenton, and he wrote letters back to Congress and. You know, like I live in this very American Revolution historic town, and Alexander Hamilton was there as his aide de camp. Like, that's been another place that I put like all my energy. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. You know, I I just. Um, but it's good. But that's good. It's good to have that outlet. It helps. Well, it's magnificent. Right? It's magnificent for the boys because they're like they're reading books on the Declaration of Independence and Ben Franklin, and like they they're they're loving this stuff. You know, yeah. like it's super cool. But it, but it's it's all become an outlet because otherwise I will I'm gonna really blow. Yeah. If you need to vent, you can always call me. <laughs> Said as Irish Shatsman. That sounds like a robot call. That did sound like a robot call. <laughs> if Irish, Irish Shatsman had a by the way, Irish Shatsman had a great story. When uh, he was a young man, he worked on an Indian reservation, and at one time he got dragged by a horse. And he was famous for saying in front of the class, and we still repeat it to this day because I'm still friends with a lot of my friends from high school. We see each other at barbecues and stuff. And at one point he stopped the story in the middle just to say, I have a scar. From my neck to my groin, but I can't show you. I can't show you now. And we were all like, well, when was he going to show it? <laughs> right. The key part of that was now. Meet me after yearbook, and I'm going to show you that scar that goes down to my groin. When is the appropriate time? I can't show you now. That's the best. <laughs> that indicates that at some point. There will come a time when this will be okay. It was but a miracle that I was alive. <laughs> horse dragged me for I, 60 yards. I have a scar from my neck to my groin. But I can't but show I you can't now. Show you now. Not now. I have a chance. Not now. It's not now. Not now. No. Please open there will be a time where I can take off all my clothes and show you <laughs> my neck to groin scar. It's clearly not now. The dude was Obviously. fantastic. Oh, oh, that's great. I should write him a note. Oh, that's great. It is not now. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. We never did see that, Scar. We never we did. Never... 
That's what course, Facebook is for. Post it, Ira. Post all, it. They're, they're all Southern. <laughs> <laughs> like you, PJ, you and all your friends are all Southern at the end of that. Of course, we, we never did see that scar. <laughs> you're from Staten Island. Staten Island. <laughs> what, just, what the hell happened? But it remains to this day <laughs> that we were all curious. Um, listen, I think five napkin burger, and I think five guys, like all of these are not fast food places. What the hell just happened? Five well, napkin no, I, burger? Five, five, isn't napkin, five napkin? Isn't that a place? That's five thing, napkin, right? Ninth <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, I got one I right down from my job. Up. Did I? <laughs> yeah, Peach, back me up on this. Right down, right down the street from my job. There's a five napkin. Yeah, five napkin. Oh, uh, five that. napkin burger. Yeah. Oh. I had the actually Peach. I went to the one on Ninth Avenue. They imply that there's a juiciness, and they're not. Kidding. I had the I had the salad burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the burger on the salad. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah. Magnificent. Mm-hmm. Did you get they also have, uh, I did, of course. Yeah. They also have it's buffalo amazing. cauliflower or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, Cal. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. But buffalo these are not fast food. Right. These are not fast well, food. It's, it's a restaurant. No, that's a real, that's a place. Speaking of cauliflower, we've talked about how my wife would try to pass off cauliflower as mashed potatoes. <laughs> yes. Right. We've heard the tale. Every time I hear cauliflower, I think of it. <laughs> Someone's mashing it into Queens and Art and presenting it to you. Just ruined everything. Yeah, now it's mashed potatoes. I don't, know, uh... I don't know what you're talking about. I made pizzas tonight, and my kids couldn't believe that I used actual pizza ingredients to make the pizzas. What do you normally use? Well, it's been tried here so many different ways, including the cauliflower uh, bread crust. You swap right. out the bread for cauliflower. Yeah, that holds together sure. real well. All <laughs> kinds of all kinds of phony cheeses. <laughs> right. Phony pepperoni. My son does not stand for phony pepperoni. Nor should he. Pepperoni. <laughs> not pepperoni. Pepperoni. Not that cruel. Pepperoni. 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 <laughs> there were no turkey substitute, you know. Pepperoni. I made real pizzas. Like individual pizzas or, or like a big pizza? Big like ball of pizza. Big ball of dough, eight slices when you were done. Eight slice pizza you made? Eight oh, slice no, pizza. Regular Neapolitan pizza. Yeah. What did you use for the sauce? I, well, I only made one sauce, and I made the other one uh, four cheese white pie. We made two. Wow. I made two with a ricotta, smoked provolone. <laughs> Take it easy, Gianna. Will you please? Created parmigiana <laughs> and fresh mozzarella. That was the four cheese. Nice. <laughs> Steve, do you do your kids call it mozzarella? Yes. There's nothing better than a like a, a four or five year old kid. Yeah. When Casey mozzarella. says when Casey says mozzarella, somewhere my mother sighs 
this loving. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, the other one is the other one is uh, Ragoth, which Teresa hates. <laughs> I, I, I don't allow it in my house. You don't allow it, it be. My wife Ricotta. says it, and 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 I cut her off, and I was like, Ricotta. I say it like Ricotta. You, you say Not everything Ricotta. like Tiana. Clean it up. It's uh, I say Ragot. Ragot. You don't and, say Ragot. And, and, and Casey will go, Ragot. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's nice. It should have a little music to it. I like that. And Teresa's, and Teresa's like, I can't. I can't believe you're doing this. Oh, man. To our children. Ragot. But when he says when I when I when I say when I say mozzarella and like and Wesley will say no and they put by the way they <laughs> speaking of which so I I have somehow gotten them with Parmesan cheese either you know the Pecorino Romano or whatever like they're they love it they're obsessed with it. they are like me with it like I take mm-hmm. the cap off when I put it on yeah so, love it. So we take him to this pizza place, um, not Meglio's, different pizza place, like a like a kind of flatbread pizza place, like a kind of you know new wavy, new agey pizza place. Of course, but the pizza's really good. They do a nice job, and they have they have Parmesan, um, and they have um, uh, garlic powder, you know, like a pizzeria would. Yeah. <laughs> so I take them there, and I, they're loading on the garlic powder <laughs> and the cheese. <laughs> And like eating this pizza, and so Teresa takes them there, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Mm. What are you doing? What are you like?" Casey's just like with the garlic powder, just great. I mean, just <laughs> you put the red pepper on it too. Like, no, I did that once, and they were like, "Daddy, we want the red pepper." I'm like, "You don't want the red pepper. You don't want to get involved with the red pepper." But they, they, they can't. So now, when they have pizza at home, like they have to put cheese on it and yeah, <laughs> sprinkle the parmesan and then put garlic powder on. She's like. What have you done to them? What have you done to them? And I said, I, I, I taught them how to eat pizza the right way. Everybody knows you should sprinkle some garlic. But Casey, like, can't stop because it's pouring out. And, like, he's obsessed yeah. with the pouring out. So, like, it's like vampires are running, freaking while, screaming from the garlic while they're, they're putting on this. While they're still young and while they still have these high, squeaky voices that are so cute, you got to record them saying these things. Oh yeah. yeah, saying like mozzarella and mozzarella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, K- Casey says kefa all the time because I say ah kefa, <laughs> and so Casey will go kefa. You know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty. Somewhere my grandmother is smiling, for sure. Do you guys? Do you guys? So okay, I put a plain slice of Neapolitan, a regular slice pizza. You know, regular slice in front of you. From Cal, you're at Branchinelli's or Emilio. Is it Emilio's? What is it? Yeah, but sure. Right. But you're at Branchinelli's, right? Peds, you're at your favorite pizza place. I'm at Tony's in Brooklyn. Regular slice in front of you. What are you putting on it? Nothing. Nothing. You're going plain. Just going to eat it, yeah. Okay. Peach. I tap on a little garlic. Uh, if, uh, if it's, if, if I can't see the oregano, I'll tap on a little oregano. Kinky. Yeah. 
I like oregano on a, on a regular slice. Uh, no blotting. Does anybody, None. Does anybody, no blotting. No, no blotting. No, no blotting. No. No blotting. And then you fold it's them like, up. It's like no touching in Arrested Development. No blotting. No blotting. <laughs> no blotting. So you you will not. What is oregano? I mean, I know what it is, but I can't use it in that way. I can't use it in that way. I don't well, like dry. I don't like dry oregano. Like I like it in, in gravy or something like that. I don't like dry oregano. Exactly. That's how I feel about all spices. Mm-hmm. All like, spices? Like, like thyme. Okay. Like if, like if hey, Allison how makes do like you a feel about thyme? It's better if you remember to put the oregano in the sauce, but sometimes... How do you know, feel about right. Cagney and Lacey? Um, I, like I was a... dry. <laughs> I felt like the Cagney got in the way of the Lacey. I agree. Who was Cagney and who was Lacey? Cagney was, was Lacey. Sharon Gless was Cagney. Right. Chris Cagney. Chris Coughlin. <laughs> Chris, um, Chris Canty. So plain slice, I'm going a uh, little garlic. One sprinkle of the parm, of right. the grated cheese, and then I gotta go hot pepper. I gotta go hot pepper, nice. You fold it, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> I love I love teaching the boys to fold pizza. The people here in Pennsylvania look at them like they're crazy. Boys what do they pick do? up their, their hands under it or something? Like they monster? go to a birthday party. <laughs> they go to a birthday party, and there's my two children with folded pieces of pizza. And like every other kid, like, you know, going straight in, going straight yeah. in style, my kids are laughing at them. They're laughing at them. Actually, they're not laughing at them. They're not those kind of kids. But they're, but they're, they're, they got their pizza folded because <laughs> they know it's the right thing to do. That's all. They just know it's the right thing to do. They're not arrogant about it. It's just you fold your pizza. <laughs> Wesley tries to fold like a square pizza, like if they get <laughs> like a square. Sicilian? Yeah, like he's trying to fold it up. Sicilian. Oh, boy. If you have to have one. Right, I'm. Uh, the, uh, we're going desert island pizza. Desert island type of pizza. <laughs> desert island pizza. Right. There's a pizzeria oh, on this okay. desert island. It only makes one type of pizza. They're gonna airdrop it. Here it is. Here it is. You can get one pizza on this island. Right. It's from your favorite place, but it's toppings. Whatever. It's so surprising you, that we're talking about food again. You can get well, specifically one. pizza. <laughs> you can get one pizza airdropped. Like one pie, you get one for the rest of your life? Desert yeah. Island pie. Can you get more when they Which, run out? The way, or is the worst <laughs> Bachman Turner Overdrive album of all time? Desert Island pie. Desert Island pie. Desert Island pie. <laughs> Not a good album. Desert Island Pie. Not a good album. <laughs> so you get one pie for the rest of your life. That's it. You know, just dropped in one time. Toppings, everything. What do you do? What do you do, Hotshot? 
I say PJ. PJ, you go first. I feel like you've been thinking about this all your life. <laughs> you've been waiting for this moment. Yes. <laughs> kind of like asking somebody what they're going to do with their lottery winnings, you know, <laughs> to have a prepared answer. One moment in time is playing in the background. First, I'm going to buy my mom's house. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're on a desert island. No, I'm doing house. lottery winning. <laughs> oh, oh, right. That's the right. Um, my, it's it's the best pizza in the world. I call it the garbage pie. I like the I like the Sicilian garbage pie, which is everything. Everything they you have. Can, I'm sorry. You can pick the place too. So you pick your place and then your pie. <laughs> what wow. kind of island is this? <laughs> uh, I, I, usually, it's it's been negative to be stranded on a desert island. This sounds like a very positive. Island. Island. <laughs> Good. A lot of options. People, people will come, Ray. You're sharing that at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought I was stranded here. Turns out <laughs> this is awesome. This ain't so bad. Okay, so garbage what's the pie, pizzeria? coal fired, good inch thick <coughs> crust, burnt on the outside. You know, really oh. well done, really well. Yeah, done. yeah. Mozzarella, peppers, onions, <laughs> meatball, sausage. You don't usually get olives on that. For some reason, they leave the olives off. So that'll be good enough. And where is it from? I got two or three places, so I'm not picking. As long as it's coal-fired, that's it. That's it. All right, all right. Cal? And by the way, we were lucky enough to grow up with a really good pizzeria. It's still there. I know. It's a very good a- pizzeria. Well, with this, we, there's a number of them. Well, there's a number of them, right? Well, Chef's was very good, still good. Emilio's was Branchinelli's back in the day. That was good too. We had a lot of them, so I can't really pick the place. Okay, I'm gonna pick the place. I'm not. I'm not. That's not fair. Okay, <laughs> they're listening. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's like picking between your kids. Emilio Branchinelli is like I'm very upset right now. I I'm can't believe it that a Brian Calvi. <laughs> He's been coming here all his life. <laughs> I'm um, glad I can make that a ridiculous stereotype. Good job, everybody. And he's listening, so <laughs> that's right. You're gonna get a letter. I think <laughs> in Italian. I would in a, <laughs> on a mapin. It's going to be written on a, it's going to smell like mothballs, it's going to be very crudely written, but you're going to get the message. Very strongly worded, very strongly worded. (laughs) Right on it, put it in the mail. That's right. To New Hope. This guy. Um, I would be a Sicilian. I would, I would just get a Sicilian. Choose Sicilian. Would, yeah. Sicilian. 
Only one. You're saying only one. Right? That's it. This is your Desert right. Island Pie. Because I can get all those other ones when I'm not in captivity. <laughs> right? Out in the free world, I can get whatever I want. But if I can only have one, it's going to be Sicilian, and it's going to have sliced Italian sausage on it. That's it. That's it. Right. And and oh, and and well done, like PJ said. Got to be uh, cheese. Got to be, be well done. Yeah, yeah. On a Sicilian, not on a regular pie. <laughs> not on a regular pie. Not well done on a regular pie. No. I like the well done on a regular pie too. New. Negatory. But let's hear yours. Right. I feel I In feel your like island paradise. Like, like going uh, Sicilian. Three for three. No, really? Yeah, I love. I I took at the draft, right? At the fantasy football draft. Yes, at the draft. Which which I don't know where that pizza came from, but that was fantastic. That was Tony's. That was my place. That was Tony's on on, on Graham Avenue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So there were two places on Graham Avenue when we used to live in Brook or when I used to live in Brooklyn, and you guys would come and play cards or whatever and hang out. There was yeah. Carmine's, but not that Carmine's. Right. It was like a Brooklyn Carmine's, like a local Carmine's, which was great. Had great pizza. And it's not brick oven. It's not like coal fired. It's it's the propane, you know, whatever the hell they're using. <laughs> um, and there was Tony's. The Tony's was around since like my mother, like in the 50s and 60s uh-huh. when she was a kid. And it's still there. So when we had the fantasy football draft, I said to Dan, I said, let's get pizzas and let's order from Tony's. I just want Tony's. And... We got it, and I we got a Sicilian pie, Sicilian pie with pepperoni. For pepperoni. me, yeah, it was Sicilian pie with pepperoni, and away we go. That's it. Maybe and and well done, burnt cheese, burnt edges, burnt crust, and give me the four corners, <laughs> like <laughs> oh yeah, like I'll punch my daughter over. in the face to get the corner piece. Yeah, I've seen you punch Lily in the face to get the corner piece. I've seen it. It's all right. He respects me. Okay, fine. She's like, I I get it, Dad. She kicked you in the nuts to get the the last corner piece. Actually, she was only reaching for her phone. I kind of felt bad. But (laughs) still, I got the corner piece. It's no holes barred in Moscow when it comes to the corner piece of the Sicilian. I could probably do onions with it. Yeah. Sure. Like pepperoni and onions, if I want real heartburn and real agita. But I'm on a desert island and nobody's around, so what, what does it matter? Right. So you're not going gluten-free crust with goat cheese and pineapple? The no. Newtown special. No, although, you know, uh, but the, the other thing about that Sicilian is that if you get the corner slice with the burnt cheese that's running a little over the corner edge. Oh, my, oh my right? God. Like, so that it's like where the corners meet. That cheese is running a little over and it's like a little blackened. That's mm. the slice. You walk away clean. Like three solid pieces of pepperoni on it. Don't need like six. Doesn't have to be crazy. Don't Thank God you're alone. Because if you're with your wife or you're if you're with my wife, the first thing she does is she walks over and she breaks that piece off and she right. goes Ooh, and takes it. And then you think <laughs> about murder for two hours. That's right. That's right. Well, you've right. already punched your daughter. So. Right. <laughs> Throwing the hair dryer in the shower with it night later. 
You have a shower on this desert island? It's very well appointed. What is going on here? And apparently his daughter has great cell phone reception. I mean, this is like the best desert island ever. Why don't you just call somebody to have them come get you off the island? I don't understand. Borrow the pizza guy's phone when he delivers your pizza. Why did you bring the family there? Supposed to be a solitary thing. I got a pizza just the other week with, it was a white pie with truffle oil and it was heaped with radicchio. Wow. I don't, I can't, I can't abide by that. And prosciutto. Okay, you see. Okay, it. all right, all right, very good then. <laughs> There's another one. The two to get, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, wait, not, not radicchio. Arugula, arugula, not radicchio. Scratch radicchio. Prosciutto is another one. Right. Prosciutto. and arugula and truffle oil. That was crazy. You want Galamad. The hell's Galamad? Galamad. Yeah. Right. Galamad. From the King Arthur <laughs> myth. Gugazil. Gugazil. But nobody knows Gugazil, though. Oh, Cal, that's my up. Julie. Julia. Julia knew it. No. We taught her when she was little. Really? And my grandmother just, like, ate it up. Oh, forget because she, because she would eat it. She loved it. It was the, the yeah. zucchini. She loved it. Yep. Go get seal. Oh. They, they call that snake squash out here, by the way. Snake That's squash. You're heathens. You're in Jersey. And I don't then, and then the whole state. And then underneath it, they have a also known as, and it's spelled it's spelled like kukuza. Yeah. And then un, and then underneath that, they had a phonetic gogutz. <laughs> So that, so that everybody knew what they were looking at. It seems like an awful it. lot of explanation for it. Yeah. Well, we start to go out of our way to to justify these ridiculous <laughs> Italian bastardizations <laughs> of the words. Uh, all right, boys, we got to end it. Yeah. It's time. Man, I had so many well, questions for you guys tonight. But we're Write back, down. Bill, boys. We're back. Let's make this us being back. All right. We'll see. No? Okay. Nobody's on board? Great. Good job, everybody. I'm open for anything. Even a pizza with truffle oil. Don't knock it. PJ, final unload. The political podcast begins next week. Because Ooh, I yes. believe we'll have a lot of work to be done. Wow. Who's doing, that? Who's doing that with you? You're all doing it. I'm recruiting. I'll be receiving emails. I got a lot to say. This is good. I don't. But here, Cal here's, 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 before you let Cal go. I got uh, the thing. The thing I wanted to talk about. I want to think. Of, I want you to think about it for next week and bring it to me. Are you prepared to see a Mel Gibson film yet? Just think about it. Don't answer. It's a great question. All right. That's awesome. I'm out. No, because he's making the rounds. That's a great question. Cal, final unload. That's good. Uh, congratulations to the Cubs. 108 years. It's, I think it's due. you got to give them the congrats. Um, Mike Francesa had the best line where he says, you don't congratulate the Cubs. 
because they won. But you congratulate the Indians. So, since, since he's telling everybody not to congratulate the team that just broke a 108-year drought, I'll do it. Congratulations, Cubs. Congratulations, Cubs fans. Don't get insufferable, please. Please. Keep it classy. And my final unload is simply oh. go vote. What? Go vote. What? Oh. Go go? What? Go go what pro? Did I say? Go pro? Go vote. Doesn't matter who you vote for. Go vote. We live in the greatest country in the world. You have a responsibility. I don't care who you vote for. Go vote. Everyone. You know what my almost six-year-old son wrote on the whiteboard calendar today? We had written Election Day on there. And you know what he wrote? He erased Election Day and he wrote, Go Vote. That's awesome. Yep. Out of the mouth Go Vote. Of beans. Uh, <laughs> I bet you he doesn't steal your pizza. No. He doesn't have a chance. He's got very small hands. Push him down. He just, dumps, like, he just dumps all the cheese on it. It's like the little rascal. Like I'm just holding my hand and he's swinging his arms. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Give us a little Harry Carey to go. Hey! Hey, PJ! Here's a funny story. <laughs> I got a pizza that had anchovies on it. Nobody likes them. If you like anchovies, you probably like the Cardinals. <laughs> What's that mean? Fastball off Sandberg's head. <laughs> he's alright. Anyway... Good night, everybody. What? If the moon was made of cheese, would you <laughs> eat it? Hi!